Welcome, everybody, to episode 168 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. Will, no Will today. Uh, he's su- suffering from Ebola, we think. He's been pretty much more or less sick all week, right? He has, yeah. Uh, we thought he was going to make a recovery in time for the episode, but he did send us our th- his thoughts on, on Mordor so far, just briefly. brief thoughts. Yeah, and uh, he also sent me his hockey predictions. So um, we're going to do hockey predictions this episode during during our weeks. So uh, you have that to look forward to. Yeah, our, our episode for today is on Shadows of Mordor, uh, a game I've been looking forward to for quite a while. And I think when we did this, when we did our 2014 games preview, none of us had heard of it. And I think it was Jake that told us about it. Uh, because I hadn't seen and seen or heard of anything about it, and we were all like, "Hey, that looks kind of neat." And it might have even been during the episode. So um, obviously, I would have heard about it at this point. But it was either Jake or Ryan. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, that that alerted us to to this game. So um, yeah, uh, it's October eighteenth, twenty fourteen. In case you're wondering the date, uh, that's that's good to know for evergreen green content, right, Corey? That is correct. <laughs> uh, do we have any teasers for later on in the episode? Yeah. I what played you got? D4. D4. Uh, Xbox One exclusive, kind of an indie game. And I also played Pix the Cat, which is a free game through uh, PlayStation Plus this month. Mm-hmm. At least they got one on there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that, too. Yeah, definitely. The Drive okay. Club debacle. Yeah. Yep. We'll but, tease that for later on in the episode. Indeed. What about you, Corey? I finally played a little bit more Season 2 Telltale Games, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So I'll talk about that. Cool. That's it, other than Mordor. All right. Uh, I'm going to be talking a little more Hyrule Warriors. I played Terra Battle, a mobile game, believe Ugh. it or not. Ugh. Um, I'll, so I'll talk about a little bit about that. I also played the Bayonetta 2 demo, um, oh, which I think good. is someone's nibble bit. So I'll talk about that. Uh, main segment, Shadow of Mordor. Uh, it was developed by Monolith and published by Warner Brothers Games, WB Games. Uh, it follows the Ranger Talion, who is a, a Ranger of Gondor. Uh, and he's serving at the Black Gate. Uh, it's kind of a kind of a punishment, which you, you figure out later on in the game. Uh, Talion and his family are slain by the servants of Mordor. Uh, he's then resurrected and possessed by the wraith of Celebrimbor, who is the greatest myth of the Second Age and co-creator of the Rings of Power. Um, it's a it's it's an open world action game. Uh, if you think about Assassin's Creed and the Batman Arkham games mixed together. Yeah, Assassin's Creed 4 specifically, and the Batman Arkham games mixed together, you have a pretty good idea of what it's like to play to play Mordor. With a little rise, I would throw in. A little rise. Brutality. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, and a whole lot of Lord of the Rings. A whole lot of Lord of the Rings, yeah. It's if it's if uh, Arkham Asylum and Assassin's Creed 4 had a Lord of the Rings baby. That's, yeah. That's what, what Mordor, would, Mordor would be. Uh, Gameplay-wise, it's got the combat of the Arkham games, which I love. Good combat. Um, yep. As far as traversal of terrain, it's got Batman and Assassin's Creed both. And then stealth is a lot like the Assassin's Creed game. So uh, let's talk about combat and stealth first. As I said, t- combat works like like Batman in that you build your combo meter as you as you strike hits, successful hits on the enemy. Um, and they, they interrupt that as they hit you. Uh, so, so, you know, you want to you want to build your combat combat timer and 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 b- both by boy by hitting the opponents and and blocking their attacks uh use on the playstation controller it's it's triangle the block and then uh dodge is another one you you need to dodge a, a specific Triangle's type of counter enemy. block yeah is that same thing yeah okay. yeah Co- counter i don't i don't think he, he counter attacks does he i think it's just like it's par- it counter, parry 
I think it's yeah. like a parry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, so you block with the triangle and dodge with X, uh, and then once your combat combo meter starts to flash red, you can use executions as well as other finishing moves. Which uh, that's what Eric talked about with with rise and the brutality. Um, that's where the, the the camera angle kind of slows down and shows you uh, beheading orcs and chopping limbs off and all that fun stuff. Um, really awesome looking. Really awesome looking. Uh, let's see. L2 brings up range mode while in combat, so it allows Talion to, to fire arrows. And then R2 brings up the stealth mode, which allows for Assassin's Creed-like assassinations. Uh, that's kind of the kind of the basic basic gist about it. Let's let's talk about combat. How do we how do we feel about combat, Corey? How do you feel about combat? I feel real real good about combat in general, Dan. Nice in, uh, in <coughs> specifically in Mordor, right? Specifically in Mordor, I I really enjoy <laughs> it. Um, that's probably one of the shining parts of this game. Uh, one of the best parts, in my opinion, because you can... I mean, it starts off a little bit slow, but once you start to upgrade your character and unlock some of the abilities and stuff, that all that stuff comes together really well, and eventually you feel super powerful yep. in like, a really cool, badass kind of way. Yeah. Uh, I should say, before we continue, I beat it. Thank you. And not only beat it, but I 100%ed it, too. Holy shit. Oh, my yeah. God. How many hours? 33. That's less than I thought it would be, but yeah. Wow. Um, and that's doing all the stuff in-game. I still want to do all the trophies. Um, I have, like, four trophies left that I have to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I fully versed myself. It's only the only thing I played the past, what, since it came out every night. I played for probably three or four hours. A couple some, weeks ago. Some later than I, than I should have. Uh, Eric, what's your what's your opinion of of the combat? On the combat, uh, yeah, the combat's good. I've uh, the the Batman Arkham games are some of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was familiar with the combat. Uh, like Corey said, I, I haven't felt as super powerful as it sounds like the two of you have. I've had my struggles with this game uh-huh. difficulty wise. Um, but yeah, I mean the combat's real smooth. It's uh, I, I do feel like sometimes the opponents that require you to hit X to jump over them yeah, to dodge instead of hitting triangle to parry. Um, I, I feel like there's a lot of times when I, I feel like I hit it in time and it just doesn't do it. Yeah. That pissed me off. Yeah, the timing is a little funny with that. You do yeah. have to, you have to almost have to get it not too early. Yeah. You know, it's got to be right in the middle, not too early, not too late. Yeah, I, I don't care too much for that. But, I especially uh, noticed that fighting the Karagors. I could never time it right oh, to, yeah. to dodge that. Mm-hmm. I, I, they always knock me over. I try to steer clear of them anyway, but uh, I think that today, actually, when I was playing, I was trying to have a beat for today. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I got attacked by a couple of Karagors, and uh, I thought this was kind of silly, too. I... I got attacked by them and ran and climbed up the side of a building, and somehow they managed to get up on that building. Yeah, they can climb buildings. They shouldn't be able to climb buildings. <laughs> Did you, have you ridden one yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I just don't do it often. How, how far into the game are you, do you think? <laughs> uh, I am in the second The second area. area. Okay. I've got two of the war chiefs branded. Okay. So I gotcha. have three war chiefs to brand. So you're probably about two thirds of the way through the game, if I had to guess. Yes, yeah, right. Okay, probably closer so. than that. Uh, before Dan takes all the credit, I would also like to announce that I beat it. Hey, well done. How many hours yes. did it take you? Twenty hours, forty-eight uh, percent. Okay, Corey, I didn't even know you played this game. I played a lot of it. Apparently, played I was sick last weekend, uh, and I got my fill of video games. It was the first time, probably since last year's Extra Life, that I felt like I 
finally played the amount of video games I wanted to. Nice. And were satisfied. Good feeling. And, and left feeling satisfied. Nice. nice. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I I also beat it. Well done. Yeah, I I love the combat. Um, and specific like obviously it's different than the Batman games because uh, Batman doesn't kill people. Uh, Italian definitely definitely kills That's the orcs. That's where Rise comes into play. Yeah, exactly the br- the brutality and uh, as as you move on later in the game, like initially the to to turn your combo combo meter red, uh, it's eight hits. But uh, as, as you level up, like mine's mine's at five now, and a lot of times if I do well timed attacks, it bumps it up by three every time I get a hit. So uh, I spend a lot of my time doing the doing the the finishers and stuff, which is awesome. But I found my 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 favorite strategy for combat is to. Uh, shoot arrows like because it slows the time down so if you shoot your arrows like in the middle of combat it'll slow down and i like to take out those guys with the with the spears and the shields and stuff and the berserkers who are the ones that you need to dodge with x mm-hmm. or, or flurry whatever um so i like to shoot those guys with arrows and and kill them that way as opposed to fighting them one-on-one because they are very hard and mm-hmm. like you said the timing is is not good with that um Corey, did you unlock the the ultimate weapon mode things at the, but the legendary weapons yeah like their their abilities you mean like the one the one where you have to do all the quests for the given weapon no it doesn't do that it's it's uh, well i mean that's that you're you're talking about something different i think the 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 these things you unlock under the where, where you spend your money your abilities oh like the last ability yes bro? yes it's yeah, on the very yeah, bottom you unlocked all those the uh-huh. the i can't even think of what they're called but like the sword one is like the flame of Ufiel or something, and and you to activate that you you know you fill it up as you as you kill people, and to, act, to activate that you push down both thumbsticks, um, and it gives you unlimited uh, executions for, I think it's like ten seconds or fifteen seconds. So that's another thing that's also really useful. Uh, for the for the bow and arrow one, it's you get unlimited fire shot and unlimited uh, arrows that you can shoot for ten or fifteen seconds, and then for the the uh, the stealth one, which I think is the is the best one, it turns you invisible. And you could do as many stealth kills as you can in that, you know, whatever ten or fifteen seconds. Uh, so those are also also very very helpful in combat. Um, I also like the strategy of it. Um, trying to I don't. trying to uh, figure out I'm how. Lazy to, though. Oh, okay, yeah, trying to figure out how to take advantage of of the captains and war chiefs. They're taking yeah. advantage of their weaknesses. Uh, like a lot of times, I like to train people to campfires. Get a lot of them around a campfire and blow up the campfire, and, and then pick off the people that I didn't kill right away. Um, I had a lot of fun with that, setting it all up. and I like that you can do that. Yeah. But I'm too lazy. And that's <laughs> my problem with this game is that uh, I don't put enough thought into it when I go into battles and gotcha. stuff. And I just get killed. Yeah. And I get pissed off. And then I don't want to play anymore. I did avenge a couple of your deaths I appreciate in the that. game. There's probably been plenty to avenge. <laughs> there's a, there's a uh, thing in it called Vendetta. Yep. Uh, and it, it takes both people off your friends list and random people. I never did any of the random ones. Um, I only, I only avenged people, but it, it brings one of the orcs from their game into your game for you to kill. Um, so you can kind of get vengeance and they do give, they do send a message. Yes. I got a message saying you killed someone that You're, killed me. That's the only one that I have avenged. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> get killed that much by them. Yeah. I mostly got killed by the Karagors okay. or the go- Grogs? Gargs? Gargs, yeah. They're they're giant giant trolls. Oh, the real big ones. Yeah. I've only seen two of those. Yeah. They're pretty tough. Yeah. I haven't tried to fight them. That dwarf quest line's pretty cool, though, Dan, with the the Grogs. Yes, it is. Yeah. 
Um, ter- uh, terrain traversal. It's uh, similar both to the Assassin's Creed and back- Batman Arkham games. Uh, you hit L1 to enter Wraith mode, which allows you to see enemies through, through things. Uh, you can also locate, uh, there's a type of NPC in the game called a, a worm. Which is how you get intel on the on the orcs on the nemesis system, which we'll get into in a little bit. But uh, you can also locate like captains and war chiefs on there, uh, as well as like like points of interest. It'll it'll the like healing healing herbs and stuff will show up on there. Elf shot for your bow. Elf shot for your bow will show up on there, which is nice. Um, the parkour is similar to Assassin's Creed, uh, though not you don't have to do it quite as much. Um, the the Shadows of Mordor is a little more flat. There's a few like little places uh, like orc forts where where there is a lot of vertical, but for the most part, it's like an open, empty country. Um, there's also no chase or follow missions, um, which, which although I, like. I did chase quite a few war chiefs, I, I've chased a few, um, but I only had like two that got away from me before I could uh, before I could finish them off real quick. That I actually had to chase through the world and you know yeah. up up buildings and stuff uh and 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 when that happens you do kind of get i get frustrated with the parkour uh especially got getting stuck on corners did you get stuck on corners yes so frustrating it's really frustrating especially if you're trying to like be really stealthy and quiet and move quickly so you're not getting mm-hmm. noticed and you get stuck on a corner uh when you try to jump off you jump into the middle of a group of yep. orcs and that pisses it's- me off it's the same issues I've had with Assassin's Creed parkour. Yep, same here. Uh, but but I feel like they're not as prominent because y- there's right. not as much of that. Like right. like I said, in Assassin's Creed, it's all like huge buildings and stuff. And the mission structure is that you have to chase a lot of people through the city, but you don't have to. There's not as much of that in, in Mortar. I didn't think. Like I no, said, I only you're, had you're exactly right. I only had two people I had to chase before I could wipe them out. Did you have, did you have to chase anybody, Eric? Uh here and there. Okay. Not a lot, yeah. yeah. When they retreat, yep, yeah. Uh, here, here and there, I did. I actually had a couple things happen today that pissed me off. Uh, yeah. with guys getting away. Okay, because I, I branded somebody to take over their mind mm-hmm. to have them take out a war chief, and when I went and did the what's it called? Not confrontation. Uh, whatever. Damn it! it is. It's got a name. I can never it come does, up with yeah. these it's, names. It's a, kind of mission it has its own name i can't can't think of it right now but uh when i went and activated it so that they fought each other um my guy was doing pretty well and then the war chief ran away and it was in the middle of a big fort and i tried to to chase him down and he just got away because i there's just, too many people not there was too many people and i was getting caught on corners and shit and yeah. i was so pissed off yeah but that's frustrating and like i said there's a lot more that i felt in in the assassin's creed series and and not not quite as much of it in in mordor did you have did you have I that think same it's experience just by chance in mordor okay whereas in assassin's creed it's kind of it's, part of the game right right yeah it, it, it's something that could happen in mordor it is but it doesn't happen a lot right yeah okay um there's also mounts we talked about the caragors earlier that they're like kind of giant wolf tiger type of things saber tooth tigers yeah they, they warthogs r- ride in the game and you you have to possess them uh dominate dominate yeah um to to be able to ride them and, and that's fun riding riding those guys around uh, and there's and also good fighters they are good fighters because you can you know you you ride on and and take charge take, into the fray. Take the orcs out with your sword, and then you have the Karagor bite them and shake them around a bit, yep, like yep. a dog would a snake. Yep, take it. Yeah, exactly. Take a take a chunk out of them. 
Uh, and then there's fast travels via the forge towers, which are like towers in, in Assassin's Creed. Um, I can't even even when you jump off the tower to start, it's it look, very it's very Assassin's similar. Creedy. Yeah, the only difference is you don't jump into like a a bale, bale, a bale of hay or a cart. Yeah, you kind of you just kind of land looking <laughs> looking like Batman. So, I mean, I guess it's it's a mix of those two games uh, in a good way. I well, wonder, I wonder if any like Ubisoft developers, yes, had a hand in this game. Yes, you know they what did. I heard that this was supposed to be a Batman game. I could see that because it is very Batman like. For whatever reason, it got changed to a Lord of the Rings game. Uh huh. So I could see that uh, wow. because it is very very Batman. It's also very Assassin's Creed. But yeah. yes, I did hear that some former Ubisoft. Assassin's Creed specific developers work for on this game because it's it's the same uh, publisher as the Batman games. It so. was uh, on Giant Bomb. The okay. one of the guys mentioned it. Yeah. He, he said he said that that was the case, but he couldn't say where he heard it from or or yeah how he knew they got to keep their sources exactly. under wraps. He, he was just like. I may or may not have heard. Like, <laughs> you won't get any of that bullshit here at the Thumbstick Athlete. No, 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 no. I'm just going to tell you. We, we like to guess, too. <laughs> we don't have any sources. <laughs> no. Nope. You're looking at our sources. Oh, yeah. Or hearing our sources or whatever. Our, our fingers. Yeah. Internet. Uh, well, let's talk about the Nemesis system, because I think that's one of the more uh, interesting aspects of the I game. It's the most interesting it's, I aspect. mean, it's the bread and butter of Shadows of Mordor, in Definitely. my opinion. Definitely. Real quick, before we get into how cool the Nemesis system is, did I hear correctly that the PS3 and Xbox 360 versions of this game do not have the Nemesis system? I think they have the Nemesis system, not, not as it is on the next gen. I think it's, it's um, uh, like planned out. I guess you could say like they have the orc hierarchy, but it's all like pre-programmed. Like you're not going to get killed by a random orc and have them rise up the, up the ranks. I don't like that. Yeah. That would really take away. Exactly. I mean, part of the fun is having all these random, random orcs. Okay. But go on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've heard it has something similar, but it doesn't have the full nemesis system that the PS4, Xbox one and PC have the the whole shebang. Right. Uh, so the nemesis system, like I said, it's, I think we all think is the most interesting aspect of this game. It's kind of a, it's a randomized orc hierarchy is the best way I can describe it. Uh, and the player has complete control over what happens with this. Well, not complete control, but a lot of control. And I think at least when the game starts, I think the orc hierarchy is set. Like, it's the same for everybody. Okay. But once you start killing off those orcs, uh, they respawn with, with random, randomized... Name generator. Na- name generator, uh, uh, random ability... Uh, strengths. Strengths, weaknesses. That's all randomly generated. And in the in it, you can get killed by, get killed by any orc in the game, uh, and they can rise up to be, become a captain. So a random you know, whatever grunt kills you and, and they'll get recognized for that and move up the orc hierarchy and remember you when they see you again. and remember you, um, comment on past, past battles that you've had with them. If, if any, um, and not only do they move up the hi- hierarchy, but they level up and become more difficult to fight. Yep. And, and lose some of their weaknesses and gain more strengths and stuff. Uh, yeah, that's, it's a huge, huge part of the game. Yeah. Um, dying in that game is not good. No. Um, especially, you know, in consideration of the nemesis system because when you die 
a lot of people improve on str- a lot of the orcs improve their strength and abilities. Yeah, and not only that, but like when you're when you're trying to control what's going on, like when you're going after a war chief or whatever, because they're the, they're the top rung of the ladder, and they have like bodyguards um, from the different cap different level captains, and and when you're trying to like manipulate the the nemesis system to the orc hierarchy to your will, um, if you get killed during it, uh, it random events happen like orcs will try to take each other out uh and you can have your whole thing like screwed up by by random fights between the orcs or them trying to power themselves up or gain supporters on their own it happened to me today did it i was able to uh brand one of the captains who was a bodyguard for this uh, war chief that i was just having a bitch of a time with he had like three captain bodyguards and like i said i'm too lazy to plot out an attack so i Uh just kind of went in uh-huh. And uh, obviously unsuccessful, and I was able to brand one of them and take over and take his mind over, and he ended up dying in like a completely separate battle, just like some side shit that was going on. I was so pissed off because it took me a while to get him, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Fuck this!" And he got killed by someone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, it adds that it adds that wrinkle um, of of unpredictability into the game. And like we said, they're all randomized, like. I was reading an article today. Someone had a, uh, an orc that they, that they were battling against the entire game, and it was something the dung collector. <laughs> like, how random is that? <laughs> and this guy, you know, he he kind of created this whole backstory about the dung collector, about how he was he was shunned even by the orcs for his weird uh, for his weird fetish, I guess you could say. Um, and I, I thought that was awesome. Like yeah. that's that's just something that and I think this is going to be applied into different games. You know, it's it's a cool way to to add a randomized hierarchy into the game and and add make it so your game is really your own. Now I didn't run a I didn't have any trouble a lot of trouble with that because I I think one of the negatives f- that I put for Mortar is I thought it was a little on the easy side. Um, I did not have a lot of trouble at all with it. I think most people will have that issue if they're willing to put the time in to right. um, go around and collect everything like you did to yeah, earn all the yeah. points to upgrade abilities, Definitely. which, which the, I'm not willing to the do. The abilities are huge. Yeah, huge. I am not interested in the lore even a little bit. Right. Um, I like Lord of the Rings and the movies and all that stuff, but like I don't care about any of the lore. Yeah. I don't want to go around and find the artifacts, and that's how you gain points to put into to getting abilities and, yeah. and things of that nature. Yeah, they give so you experience. It's, yeah, and it's, it's tough for me to to go around and do that. You really the only way you can do it is by just going around killing a ton of orcs. Exactly, and I don't even want to do that. Right. At this point, I just want to get the game beat. Yeah. Um. And I'm finding that to be very difficult because I'm, I probably you're don't under, have all, Yeah, I don't have all the abilities unlocked that I should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think most most people, if if they're willing to put that time in to go around and do that stuff, it, it should be fairly easy or at least you yeah, know, not too challenging. Yeah. Let's let's talk about some of the side stuff. I don't think I covered that earlier. No. You have a there's there's. You have side missions that you can do for your sword, your bow, and your and your knife, and and what they are is they're they're just that they're little side missions that you do that are sword knife and and bow specific and and what they're trying to do is is Talion's trying to build like the legend of his sword because one of the the things in in the Lord of the Rings is the we- the named weapons you know they have they have names they have legends uh, you really don't get a sense of that until you watch the first Hobbit when they're afraid of um uh what the heck the the main dwarf who has the elf sword 
Thorin. Thorin. No, Thorin's when when he drops his sword and all the all the goblins are terrified of it because it's a it's a goblin killing sword. Goblin Slayer. Sting. I, I can't. No, it's not Sting. I can't remember the name of the sword, but what's the Slayer. guy's name? I need to know. Th- it's Thorin's sword in the in the Hobbit. Raining it's, blood. It's, Slayer. The goblin goblin slinger, but like but like Glamdring and Narsil and Sting is another one whose whose name is actually Magnus Orcrist. Orcrist, yes, the goblin thank you. Cleaver, yes, and all the goblins were terrified of it. Like I said, they don't do that as much in the in the trilogy, uh, but in in the Hobbit that that was a, a prominent feature. And, and uh, you know the they're almost characters themselves. These these weapons in the in the lore. So so what Talion's trying to do is he's trying to build build the legends of his weapons that he has. Uh, so that's that's why you're doing the those those missions. You're trying to like put the fear of these weapons into the into the orcs. Um, obviously, like I said, the sword is all about combat. Uh, the the bow is about shooting your bow, and then the stealth ones. I had a little trouble with the dagger. The dagger ones. Some of them were were pretty difficult, and I failed quite a bit. Was there a trophy for the dagger one? The, yeah, there's there's trophy for doing like half of them, and then there's a trophy for for completing them, or maybe maybe if you do four. I and may then, I I don't know. And then unlocking the runes, unlocking rune slots, you get trophies yes, for Yes, I got too. those trophies. I've only done a couple of the uh, weapon missions, and I I know that one of them was a sword one because I got a trophy for it. Yep. I think it goes up like the sword one. You only have to do one. Mm-hmm. You get it, the legend started. Oh, okay. Um, and then the bow and dagger ones. Maybe you have to do more okay. and more. I don't remember which one it is that, gotcha. that, that you need to do the, mo- the most of. But uh, I was just trying to get the, the trophies unlocked for yep. those. Yep. I would like to point out, um, just outside of the world of the game and you know the <clears throat> the lore side of these missions, a lot of the missions are teaching you how to play the game too. Yeah, yeah I can um, see that. And teaching you like advanced quote-unquote advanced tactics for the game and just different ways to approach and that's one of the things i really liked about it um no not the collectibles that eric talks about but a lot of the missions are like do this and in particularly like the stealth missions kind of annoyed me yeah i got to a point where i kind of realized where it was like all right they they just want me to like they want to present this method of accomplishing this thing to me so i can add it to my arsenal kind of thing yeah um i I got annoyed by those did annoy me but I, got, I understood. In, I got annoyed by the stealth ones too because they're the ones like if you get noticed, you fail it right away. You know. Yeah, that's the worst. I yeah. hate that so much. I, I do too. Uh, and again, that's something I hated about the Assassin's Creed games. Um, also, I'm uh, just not patient in video games. No, I'm, I'm, not I'm generally not either. That, hate that's having why to be patient. I'm having a bitch of a time with this game. Yeah. Uh, couple that with me being under leveled. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's you know it's it's pretty frustrating. Yeah. Um, but I, like, I liked, I liked getting all the collectibles. I didn't really understand the, what is it? Ethelians. Is that the that's, portrait? That's thing? the portrait. I like, I didn't get that. I did like the, the actual artifacts. Um, those, if you collect them, you like, you like in uh tomb Raider, you find the little point on it that, that kind of, kind of tells you a little of the, a little of the backstory. I did enjoy that. Cause it kind of filled you in on, uh, there's, there's like a, Slavery is a big thing in Mordor. They like to capture human slaves and and do, and put them into forced labor camps. So there's kind of like an an uprising group known as the Outcasts in there, and that kind of gives some of the backstory for the Outcasts. Gives some Italians backstory and how he became a ranger on the Black Gate. So I did enjoy that stuff. Um, that that was really really interesting to me. But I can see, like like Eric said, not not a, not a lore person. I can I can I get why you didn't <clears throat> find that interesting. 
I mean, I didn't, Eric. Just in, in, just for your your reference, I I didn't really have an I didn't do all that extra stuff, and I didn't really have an issue um, towards the end of the game. I don't know if I don't know how. I, I guess I would have to see like what skills you have unlocked and stuff mm-hmm. to see. Um, but I didn't spend any extra time doing any of the the collectibles or lore missions or anything like that. I did some to start just because I was curious, but I didn't. I didn't even come close to completing. I, like I said, I was like forty five or forty eight percent of the I game. I think uh, I have a more ranger <clears throat> skills unlocked than Wraith. Okay. And Did you get Shadow Strike yet? Yeah. One of my complaints about this game is there's too many fucking controls. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I can hate see that it so much because I can't fit all that in one head. Right. My head, at okay. very least. Uh, so I never use Shadow Strike because I don't think about it. Right. Like I, there's just too many fucking controls for me to use. Which one's Shadow Strike? That's the one where you shoot the bow at, uh, at the guy. You move next to the guy. Yeah. Um. But there's a there's a Shadow Strike finisher. Yeah. That you do too, and you can keep that going by tapping the like when when you're in the in the process of making the kill. If you tap a direction towards another orc, you can press the square button again, and and it'll keep moving. It'll keep bouncing around to all the orcs in your area, and you and can it just, keep, just kills. All yeah, of them. kills. I mean, if you can keep it going, like it gets the timing gets a little harder the further you go. But I can usually get like four or five um, before I screw it up. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's pretty and it's sweet looking too. Really cool. That's one of my favorite abilities, especially I like think I've used it a total of three times. Yeah, I especially like using that like uh, when I want to get up because uh, because of the climbing can be annoying. When I want to get up an archer tower, I just shoot use that to shoot up into the archer tower. See, and I don't kill even the... think about these things. Yeah, my mind just I just think that my mind <laughs> disagrees with this game. Oh, okay, <laughs> I got you. I got gotcha. you. There's too much shit going on. Yeah. And I wasn't prepared for the amount of thought that needed to go into me attacking these orcs. I saw a review that said it's the thinking man's action game. It is. I Absolutely, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. I think that was the title of it, too. You can't was, just go running into these battles. No. not At least at the forts. Or, and not even, uh, you can't even go like expecting that you're just going to sneak around everything either, because no. you're probably going to get noticed. Yeah, no, you can't you've got do to, either you, of those things. You've got to plan. <laughs> you've got to plan out your your course of action. And I'm just not willing to do that. Right. Which right. is my main issue. Right. My, my approach fault. to this game. I did a lot of things in the first world. The first, uh, what's the word? Map, area. I guess. Yeah. yeah I did a lot of things in the first area, thinking I was about to finish the game, and then it put me, me into too. the second area. Me too, Corey. And I was like, "Well, shit." <laughs> yep. I was actually. So then I, I pretty much just made a beeline through the rest of the game from there. I could see that. Um, I was actually glad when they introduced a new area. I thought the whole game was going to take place in that one little area. I did too, but because I don't like this game as much as you, I was completely fine with that. Right. And I was kind of disappointed, to be honest with okay. you, when I saw a second area. And I was thinking the same as Core. I was like, fuck, I'm only doing story missions, but I can't fucking beat them. Right. And I want to throw my controller through the window. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, Dan, all that extra OCD stuff—the running around and, and doing the little missions here and there—that's what think I like. Is, is better. What? That's what I like. Yeah, I, and I think it's better. It's it's more well done in this game than it is in Assassin's Creed Ooh, for me anyway. Completely. For me anyway, because it's it's less of a hassle to get to them. You know, like it's so easy to traverse this world as opposed to like Assassin's Creed, where you know Assassin's Creed Four anyway. Which one's Black Flag? Four. Four, Four. is the one that you would compare. It. Yeah. Yes. Um, I just feel like there's there's so much in between those OCD things that bothers me. Whereas in this game, 
you could pretty much do it one right after the other really quickly because everything's relatively closer together and it's so much easier to traverse the world. I'll give you that. I'm not going to argue that. I will say, for me, I was far more interested in the Assassin's Creed 4 side missions than I have been in Lord of the Rings. And I feel like you probably need to be a fairly big Lord of the Rings fan to give a shit about them. It helps, definitely. Yeah. I agree with that. Whereas in Assassin's Creed, you just have to, like, being a pirate and driving a cool boat around and, like, being in that, like, Caribbean world. Yep. And I just prefer that setting. Yeah, see, I I always... My my only issue with the Assassin's Creed game... I always liked doing all that Mm -hmm. side stuff. My only issue with the Assassin's Creed games was only ever the controls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I I think, like, if the controls in the next Assassin's Creed game are more like like Mordor is, or Batman, exactly. I would probably absolutely love it. Are the controls that different, though? Yes. Uh, Because in, in combat, in Assassin's Creed, if you get surrounded by a bunch of guys, you pretty much hold down the counter button. And then and you you hold down the block button and then hit counter. The um, combat's far better. In there, Mordor. Yeah, there's there's not much you can do. Uh, you can use like smoke bombs and stuff, but uh, the combat is just so much better in in Mordor. I, yeah, I do think. Um, and I know that they want you to try and form a strategy and all of that shit when you're in these forts and these big battles. But like, man, the wave after wave of enemy that comes and there's next thing you know there's fucking thirty orcs around you and you're like. What am I gonna do? Like nobody wants to just run away. No. In a video game. I think like, I only ran away la- once. It was at the, the beginning too. When is the last time somebody played a video game was like, I'm gonna run away. <laughs> I better get out of here. Never. <laughs> right. Never does anybody want to do that. Yeah. And like that's been frustrating for me, but the problem is is that I know it's my own fault for being lazy and not wanting to plot it out. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't, don't know, Eric. I I I did not, like I said, once I got into that second world, I was pretty much just jumping into everything. And I didn't have quite the issues you were having. Again, I, I need to sit next to you and see what's going on. Well, but yeah, I mean, my, my, my captains and shit could be located in different spots than where yours were. Like, yeah. Uh, one of the war chiefs I was going after, he was in the north part of the second area at this fort up there. And I'm telling you... Every time I turned around, it was another fucking captain. And yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> that gets pretty yeah, hard. This is just enough. Honest to God. There's four captains and a war chief and 40 other orcs around me throwing arrows, throwing spears. 20 of them got shields. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to run away. Right. Because it's a video game and I don't want to run away. Mm. But I know I'm just going to get killed. And that's my frustration with yeah. it. Yeah. I was pretty much going right for the war chiefs, even though they had bodyguards. I didn't bother with the take out the bodyguards or brand them or anything. I just went right ahead and attacked. Uh, but it was just like I would get into these battles with the war chiefs, and I would just single out the war chief. Whatever I needed to do to kill it, I would, I would try and do. If they had a weakness, I'd try and exploit that. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times it that. just came down to like tedious, like jumping in, hitting them a few times, backing off, gaining some health, I'm not jumping to do back that. in. I'm telling you, try the arrow thing on the guys with the shields and the, and the two axe guys, the berserkers. I will. That, I know I, I don't use the arrows enough. I yeah. know I don't, and I should. The only problem with that is you run out quick, mm-hmm. so you got to do the the combat drain if you can, which is it's hard. X and circle yes. when you, when your combat modifier gets gets higher. Oh oh yeah. See, that's another. Th- this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's too many fucking controls there to remember. A, there's a lot of controls. There's a combat drain. There's a combat execution. There's another the one. Wraith Blast. Wraith Blast. There's grabbing them and holding on to them, getting intel. There's uh, holding them and, and 
branding them. There's holding them and uh, executing. Uh, executing them. And there's just so many fucking controls to remember. And I just don't want that. <laughs> I don't know. I thought the mastery of that was kind of fun. That's what I'm I liked about it, too. In it. I'm not yeah. interested in mastering it. And I know it's just me being a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> I think it's it, just different strokes, different see, folks. It, it, but, but the thing is, is that I feel like had this game found me at another time, I probably would have loved it. Yeah. And we've talked about that. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what kind of game I'm looking for right now, but it wasn't this one. I guess. I guess it's different than what I expected. Yeah. I didn't expect there to be that much thought. I just kind of wanted to go in and it, kill orcs. It is a lot more complicated than it, than it's, than the surface would would say. And I can appreciate that. Yeah. I blame this completely on me. Right. Yeah, because I, you know, at the beginning of the game, I did have the troubles you were because I yeah. didn't have like you pretty much have attack block and your bow. You know, mm-hmm. you can't do stealth obviously when you're when you're mixing mixing up with all the orcs. And I did have trouble with that, especially when captains would add on. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, once I started to unlock all my abilities and and learn how to use them effectively in combat, yeah. like I I never. Um, the only time I would die, like I said, usually was when I got attacked by a Caragor Caragor when I was fighting all those people. Uh, and I could, I still cannot get the timing down for when they attack you. It's a the pain dodge, in the ass. Um, I, I just can't do it right. Uh, we, you guys are too old. <laughs> maybe he's right. Maybe <laughs> uh, we should talk about um, the strengths and weaknesses. Uh, it's a big part of it mm-hmm. because when you get into the second area, especially the war chiefs only have like two weaknesses. Yeah, and you really need to exploit those because there was one one that I had that. God, I was getting so bad. I texted you guys today and told you I was about to rage quit. Yeah. And it was this guy. He had a shield, and I couldn't jump over him to stun oh, c- him. Yeah, because he, he, he would push you off of him. Exactly. I don't remember what that ability is called, but they had, some of them have that. What a fucking pain in my balls. Because yeah. if you try to hit him, he just blocks it and pushes you back. And normally, you would counter that by hitting X to jump over them and kicking them in the back, which would stun them, and then you can just kind of hit them a bunch of times. But he grabs you and pushes you back both ways. Yeah. So finally I got his weaknesses unlocked and saw that he was vulnerable to uh, ranged attacks, which most of them aren't. Right. Um, but he was, so I don't even know if I ended up killing him anyway. I, because I was just impatient because the fucking arrows were taking forever to take his health down. I'm yeah, because like, the, the the higher the power of the guys, too, the, mm-hmm. the less damage they take from things. And he had already killed me like three, four times, okay. so his power was going up, you know, Yeah, I think tw- 20 is the max yeah, I think he was for, like eight, for power. Yeah, And um, they regain health. Yeah, and they regain health. And it's, you know, most games nowadays, you have a health regen. And is there a small one in this? I think so. You can, you can use runes, too. Uh, runes are like right. little little things that you get from killing captains. That's another um, thing I haven't put enough thought into. Okay. Yeah, you really, got, <laughs> you really should put those into, into your strengths as, as yeah. the player. Because uh, they, 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 can, <laughs> they can really help out. Um, like, I would have ones that would regain focus. Uh, so you get a certain percentage for regain, regain your focus. Because, like I said, it's I for like... For arrows, right? For arrows, yeah. Because I like to take out the, the shield guys and the yeah. berserkers. I think the defenders are what the shield guys are called. Okay. And the berserkers with arrows, so I didn't have to fight them up close. Because they're hard. Yeah. It's an extra sure. wrinkle. Um, so but, yeah, yeah. Make, make sure you're getting that intel. If you know you're going after, especially in the second area, if you know yeah. you're going after somebody or like a war chief or his bodyguards get the intel and unlock their strengths and weaknesses not yeah. just where they are because that will help you a lot yeah definitely uh especially you know because you can plan out your approach yeah you can see where they are be like okay this guy's vulnerable to fire if you see him walking around if he walks by a campfire shoot the fire he gets 
you know, it takes out half of his health or, or whatever. And then you just need to finish him off. Terrified of Caragors. Yeah. Terrified of the Mor- Morgai flies. Morgai flies. Um, there's little nests of these flies. And uh, the one fort that I was talking about where he had, like, three captain bodyguards around him, uh, the one was terrified of Mor- Morgai flies. So I, I hit the nest, and the flies came out, and he took off running. So that got him away, and that's how I ended up killing him. I got... Mm-hmm. The war chief and two of his captains separated from all the other orcs. They just kind of went off into the wilderness and followed him. Finally, him fucking <laughs> branded him and, and took over his mind, but uh, took me forever. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, likes, dislikes. You want to get into that? Uh, I have another dislike yeah, that okay. is pretty prominent yeah, in my go opinion. It. Go for it. Uh, the story. <laughs> It's terrible. I see. I didn't mind it. Uh, it was okay. Uh, Can you I, explain it to me? Because I, the internet couldn't. I haven't the foggiest idea what's going on in this story. The ending, like the last half hour of that game, was just so. I was. I was just gonna WTF. say. I was just gonna say that it did not end the way I wanted it to, or the way I thought it should have. Um, the ending, I, I didn't get either. Did no, you're, ma- you're absolutely did right. They mail it in. It took, I don't know if they mailed it in. I. And it's not it just that, it's not even that I didn't get it. It's just the whole the whole last thirty minutes was so underwhelming. Yeah, was it? Yeah, the the final uh, boss battle. Saving it for DLC. I, I, get, I don't think so. Um, the the DLC that they that they announced is taking out another like uh like an like the Black Hand. That's kind of what you're going after. It's something like that. It's called Black Sword. Or I don't know. Okay. It's got a name, but no, I just think they. I think they they it's almost like they wrote themselves into a corner that they couldn't get out of. Did you get that impression, Corey? I mean, yeah, I got that impression, but I really don't. I don't buy that. I don't think that should ever happen. Right. Take it back to the drawing board. It's the writing. It's. I mean, you can change that last minute as long as the even if the voice stuff has been recorded. Like that stuff's not hard to re-record. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just, just the story is you know Italian. He get you know. Caliburnborn Italian come become the kind of the yeah, same person. I got the, the um, gist of it, but it's like I don't give a shit. And then they're 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 trying to take out the black hand of Sauron because that's that's who killed Talion and, and his family. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole the and whole they, game that's, is yeah. I thought the whole beginning and, and like the setup was fine. Like I was cool with that, and you know it, it kind of you got you sympathize pretty quickly with the character because of what he saw and you know yeah. had to witness. Um, but then as it went on, it's just I don't know. It just got silly in the end. Like I said, the ending was so bad. Yeah, it was not a good ending. I will definitely agree with that. Yeah, I could see the be- the beginning of the story was okay, but you know, shortly thereafter, quarter of the way through, I'd say I was just like, I want. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I'll just do these story missions. <laughs> yeah, I will say though, um, story stuff aside, a lot of the CG stuff was is really cool and really well done. Yeah, with uh, like Celebrimbor's flashbacks. Yeah, the flashbacks and uh, the elf lady and her little habitat there. Yeah. Uh, that stuff's all very well animated. I, I love that. Yeah, it's not an elf lady. It's the queen of Queen Marwyn she's a, of. She's an elf, isn't she? I yeah, don't think so. is yeah, she. Yeah, she's an elf. Because really? it's the that elf girl. It's her, it's her mom. I didn't know she was an elf. Yeah. Unless the elf girl's like a halfling or a half elf. I don't know. I'm I'm Scandalous. thinking I'm, I'm thinking humans. I'm I think they're thinking humans. Elf man. She, we'll, have, we'll have to look that up. I look, got look impressions up. of Elf. Uh, here, what, what's her name? Marwyn. Is she Marwyn? part of like the Lord of the Rings stuff? I don't know. M-A-R-W-E-N? I, yeah, Queen Marwyn. 
Um, I was actually in, really interested in the the that area because I like. I mean, you don't you don't see Mordor that much in anything really, but the 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 second area is the the inland sea, I guess, in Mordor, uh, where where it takes place kind of along the well, banks. Dan's of right. Humans, Humans, huh? Human female. Uh, Queen Morwen is the leader of the tribesmen of Nern. Yeah. I don't even know why we questioned him, Eric. We should have just known he was right. <laughs> well, I, I know that I shouldn't have questioned him. I can't speak for you. Because I'm just going through it, trying to beat it, and so I can trade it in. Why did I have it in my head? She was an elf. I did too, Corey. I really maybe because maybe because she had information on Celebrimbor. Could be. Who's obviously I talked about that, but he's the the Smith, the Elven Smith during the Second Age who helped uh, unwittingly help Sauron create the Rings of Power. Yeah. Um, I, I'll go through my dislikes too. Um, I as I said before. It was easy for me. I didn't. I was hoping for a little more difficulty, especially when fighting the war chiefs in the second area. Um, I had I had the entire nemesis tree branded everybody um, at one point. <laughs> I don't have that kind uh, of patience. And then after I beat the game, I just killed them all, so it would repopulate um, with the that you know we would press down. I don't know what it's called, but down on the control pad that's where you just kill everyone automatically their heads See, explode i didn't know you could do that yeah another control you might you might not have hits. gotten that far yet yeah i'm sure but, yeah that's an ability you have to unlock yeah towards the, end of the last story ones. missions uh and then i said parkour issues still getting stuck in corners and and on walls and stuff not being able to climb up yeah. they still got to work the kinks out on that <clears throat> and like climbing a tower and then trying to drop in through one of the windows took me forever yeah yeah, I don't know if you guys had that issue. Yeah, pain in the balls. Unless there was an archer there that you could stealth attack and drop down yes. into it. Yeah, it's like it just reads as okay. You want to jump across this space, yeah. not jump into it. Yeah, right. Nope, definitely want to jump into that space. Yep, get a good perch right here, <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> is that is that it for your stand? That's it for my dislikes. What are your dislikes? Uh. Really, there's not a lot wrong with this game, and, and all of my gripes about it are my own fault for not want to putting, wanting to put the effort into it. Um, I would say that um, as a person who's not a huge Lord of the Rings fan, I am a fan, but definitely not to the level that you guys are. Uh, it's it's really not for me, especially with all of the side missions. I like I said, I definitely preferred like Assassin's Creed Four side missions mm-hmm. because pirates. Yeah, and like I just got really into taking over the forts and things like that. Whereas I felt like this was more of Lord of the Rings uh, specific, more yeah, specific to Lord of the Rings, and I just wasn't interested in it, and I didn't want to put the time in it to go around and do all the side quests. Um, that that would be one for me, but I mean that's something that you should expect going in mm-hmm. it being a Lord of the Rings game. Right, you definitely would get more out of it being a Lord of the Rings yeah. fan. Like, I, you know, I think people that don't like, well, I don't know, if you don't like Lord of the Rings, you're probably not gonna like it. But if you're unfamiliar with Lord of the Rings and you play it, I mean, you probably will like it because it's a solid game. I think, but uh, you will get more out of it as a fan. If you liked Assassin's Creed Four and you're a Lord of the Rings fan, you'd probably fucking just love this game. Yeah, so much. Yep. If you're not those things you could still like it but i think you'd probably be about where i'm at like if i were to put a number on it i'd say like a seven and a half probably Mm -hmm. um and i know it's a good game and i know there's definitely a crowd for it you know Mm -hmm. it's just not for me i guess 
but it is a good game. I was hoping I'd like it a little more okay. than I do, but it, it, it really is just uh, chalked up to my own laziness. Right. With not putting the effort into it. Likes? Uh, like you said, the comp- the Nemesis system is one of the cooler things that I've seen in a video game in a yeah. long time. A lot of people said that that seems like the the uh, arrival of the next gen. I don't I've even seen know that if a few I'd places. say that. I, I don't know what I... Next gen to me only means things look better. <laughs> right. You it's, know? it's graphical yeah. improvements. Um, and I, I thought that with Destiny. But that's a whole other ballgame we won't even get into. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, it's just such a cool feature. Like, the, the randomness of it, the, the name generation was awesome. And, like, when the War Chiefs come in and the way that they're announced that they're coming in was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and how they have captains and how you need to plot out all right, I'm going to take out their three captains before I even go get them. That's another strategy that yeah. I probably should have did before somebody told me I should probably do it. Um, a lot of times, too, when you kill them, they're not actually, like, dead. Dead, dead. I haven't run into that at yeah. all. Uh, and I know we've talked uh, about apparently that. Apparently they can be pretty patched up after a while. I uh, have not run into that once. I've killed a couple guys that have come back with, with metal plates on their head from, from head wounds. Yeah. Um, especially if you don't like behead them or blow up their head with the the wraith powers, uh-huh. um, they're more likely to come back because you you know. Because I always check. Yeah. After we talked about it. Yep. And it always says they're dead. Yep. I've had a couple people. The they come back like later, and one of them came back. He was a elite captain, I think. Okay. And he came back like I killed him probably pretty early on, and then maybe like the last third of the game, I went back to the first area and I saw him on the lower rungs yeah. um, as like a you know low level captain. Um, his name was Mog the Hook, okay, and I killed him a couple times, and he was yeah. all his his head was all patched up from from various wounds. But like like Dan was saying with the the dude that he saw online that kind of had like this rivalry going. If yeah. you can get into the game more than I did and like really get into it and remember the guys that you're fighting, um, the nemesis system can be really awesome. Yeah. See, I didn't have that because I killed everybody too easily. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really have a rival. I did have one guy that killed me like early on that rose to be a war chief like on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I killed him, I got the achievement for. Um, having a uh, random orc kill yeah. you and then rise to the rank of war chief and then you kill him, um, but that was that was uh, on accident. Some of the side missions that I do like, uh, what we touched on a little bit was the vendetta, where if one of your friends or a random person, I guess uh, I didn't know that random people were on there. Yeah, I've um, had a few randoms get killed by an orc. That orc then can get put into your game and you go and avenge their death. Um, there's there's duels between different orcs that you can go and influence who mm-hmm. wins. Um, there's Feast. feasts where you can go and poison the grog that they drink. There's recruitment where they are there to try and recruit orcs to join their army that you can go and fuck up for them. Um, just stuff like that. I really think those side missions are really well done. And if you have orcs branded, it changes the the dynamic because it you're does. there to you're there to help them and not right. kill them. And you can tell them who you want them to take over yep. or go kill. Yep. Um, and then, like, you can get a low-level captain, take his mind over, and help him rise to power to become a war chief, and he is then your war chief, like a super powerful orc that is yep. under your control. Yeah. And that's part of the nemesis system. Ba- basically, the nemesis system, I feel like, is it's awesome. It's the main part of the this main takeaway from Mordor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really cool. I hope uh, I hope other games do something similar. And uh, yeah, 
don't know. Okay. That, that, that's the things that I d- like and dislike about it. Okay. Uh, my likes, I said forgiving stealth. Uh, the orcs really aren't very aware as you're sneaking up on them. Uh, and if if you if they do start to notice you, there's a little yellow arrow that that fills up. And once it fills up all the way with yellow, it fills up all the way with red. And before you know, before they announce that you're there that's got to fill up all the way with red it's pretty forgiving uh whereas in assassin's creed i felt like that filled up a lot faster and they noticed you a lot faster um orcs are dumb anyway exactly they're dumb and i don't think they see very well in the during the day i think if you kind of like linger in an area they smell you um and and notice you that way as opposed to being able to actually physically see you like when you're you know you haven't been spotted, but you'll hear them say, "I, I feel like the the ranger is near" or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think they kind of they kind of know you're in the area yeah. and are a little more alert than than usual. Uh, excellent combat that gives the player lots of options in dealing with enemies. Too many. Um, <laughs> too many. That's a yeah. dislike. Right. Uh, and then obviously the nemesis system is awesome. I absolutely love love my experience with it so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey, go ahead. Um. So the way I describe this game is one giant orc slaying playground. Um, and that's what I like about it. Normally I'm not a big fan of action games. Um, <clears throat> but this is a, a pretty good exception and we always talk about, or at least I talk about the X factor. And I think the, the nemesis system is really the X factor in this game. Um, not to mention it's a whole lot of fun. That's the X, Y, and Z factor in this game. Yeah, for sure. And I, I kind of like that description that this is the sig- signals the next gen. I, I mean, I never really thought of it like that, but it's kind of the first like new idea we've had in a while in games, oh. right? I mean, I can't yeah. really think of anything similar. Well, it's a good it's a good uh, test ground for it too. Yeah, you know, sure. I think one of the one of the more interesting things uh, about the the Lord of the Rings books is you do get a little bit of the orc interactions with each other, and, and them them talking about specifically. Uh, when uh, uh, Frodo gets taken out by Shelob and Sam has to put on the ring and follow the orcs back to the tower, you get a little insight into what their what their lives are like. And it is very similar to what what's portrayed in Shadow of Mordor, which I thought was yeah. cool. Fair enough. I never thought of that, but you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it totally helps that it's a Lord of the Rings game. And as somebody who enjoys the Lord of the Rings quite thoroughly, it's 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 fun to be in that universe. Um, dislikes. We already talked about my dislikes. You know, the four stealth is really unfortunate. The story is terrible for the most part. Um, but it's it's a really fun game. I had a lot of fun with it. And I like I said, I normally don't play these games, but the combat uh, was so fluid and you felt like such a badass and you had all these crazy powers and it just turned into to, to like it was almost like a fighting game for me that's that's where it got because like i was saying to eric like i never really i never really spent the time to play the game the way it was should be i just jumped headfirst into everything all the war chief battles um and just spent the time figuring out how to kill the war chiefs and survive at the same time um and that could get pretty intense but uh no i, felt I had like a, a peasant most of the time <laughs> you felt, felt what like a peasant. <laughs> I felt like a badass, too, wade, wading through 30, 40, 50 orcs, just lopping heads off left and right. Yeah, because I do, I do, uh, you know, like a float like a butterfly, sting like a bee kind of thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> jump in, do some damage, pop out. Well, that's what know? I mean by taking out the hard guys to fight with the bow. Yeah. I think that's the way to go. I really yeah. do. Because those guys, they screw up your strategy so bad. So bad. Yeah, oh, you're right. Um, any other likes, Corey? 
Um, no. I mean, I talked about how I like the OCD stuff in the map, and I prefer the way it's done here to like an Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, I, I did like that quite a bit. I, I I'm not the type of person to 100% a game. So I'm probably not going to go back to it, but for what I did do, you know, fifty percent of the game, uh, I really enjoyed it. Well, you 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 got enough to to have a feel for what all that stuff is like. It doesn't really change that much. Um, you know, you're not going to get anything right. else out of it by doing more. You know, right? Uh, whereas me, being the OCD person that I am in games, I should say in games, I like to do all the side stuff. Um, I got I had a blast doing all that. I do feel guilty though just doing the main missions why i don't know i feel like cheating or something oh like dan said i don't think you're missing out on anything no it's it doesn't change that much you're Um, right uh i got will's likes thoughts right here uh he said first of all uh it was fun nemesis system felt quote-unquote next gen uh side stuff was fun sort of like black flag uh he said i felt the mechanics were pretty slick so Kind of, kind of the same same type of things we were saying. I think we would all give it a thumbs up. Yeah, uh, I would recommend it. If I had to score it, it would probably be like an eight and a half or nine. I I absolutely love my time with it. Like Corey said, the the ending of the game kind of knocked it down a few pegs in my book. I think they could have gone a different direction and had a better ending. Um, and I'll talk to you about that, Corey. Maybe uh, another time. Maybe maybe after Eric beats it, we'll do a. I don't a, care. You're not going to beat it. Oh, I might beat it, but I don't care. Okay. Well, I can tell you what I thought they uh, should be anyway. I uh, read multiple blogs, Dan, and nothing nothing came to consensus. Yeah. Most people were just like, "It makes no sense. Don't worry about no, it." No, the the very last line in the game. I don't know what yeah, it means. What the hell? No, I, you're absolutely right. I don't know what it means. Um, it, but it's not even like a good I don't know what it means. It's like a really like I didn't know what the last <laughs> 45 minutes meant. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to throw me this line like your inception. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like I hear some you. in-depth story psychological thriller. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm all about an ambiguous ending that oh, you sure. can apply your, your own, you know, your own thoughts to, but this but this didn't work. Not when the rest of the game wasn't like it. Right. Yeah, I didn't set up for that. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, any other thoughts? No. I don't think so. No, sir. Good stuff, yeah. Good start to the fall games. Yeah. Oh, great game. All right, well, we'll take a quick break and be back with Nibble Bits and our weeks right after this. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Episode 168 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our Nibble Bits segment. Corey, why don't you get us started with Nibble Bits? I've got a few good ones, some bad ones. Uh, The Bayonetta 2 demo, Bayonetta 2 demo, is now available on the Wii U eShop. Dan, I believe you partook. I I did. I played it. Uh, I'm very interested to hear. Um, There's not too many demos these days, and I feel like that's something Nintendo gets right. Uh, I think demos are perfect for Nintendo, because I think a lot of people have a Wii U, and they just play Mario Kart on it, like me. Like when um, I get mine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be Eric's uh, Mario Kart machine. Exactly. So to put these demos out, I think, is, is really smart for them. Um, I would I would probably play every demo that they put out for a big game. Um, I will certainly download Bayonetta 2 and try it. Uh, when did it come out, the demo? Yesterday. Yesterday? Okay. I think it was yesterday. I downloaded it and played it yesterday. I'm pretty sure okay. it came out yesterday. I just... I just Nintendo, like... I wish Nintendo had, I don't know, you just don't see it. You don't, 
they don't have like a hub where you see Nintendo things unless you're on a Nintendo device. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, social media. Yeah, yeah, but you still don't really see it. Like people aren't posting about it. Nintendo is its it, own weird little thing, man. And it video game publications yeah. will post about it. That's how I found out about this. But like, you don't you don't see it. Like you see like what's coming out on PS Plus and what's new on Xbox Live. And you know why? You know why that is? It's because Nintendo isn't as friendly to uh, gaming publications as the other as the other systems are. Yeah. So that's why they don't get the coverage that all the other systems He's do. Right. And they also don't sell as well as the other systems. Like, uh, you know, Nintendo doesn't have a Destiny that's or a Watch Dogs that's going to sell, what, how many millions of copies do you think have sold of those games? Too many. A lot. So that, that's part of the reason. I salivate at the end of the month when I see that the new PS Plus games are coming out. Yeah. And I get on Reddit, I'm like... What are the rumors for this month? <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, because it's usually some. It's usually at least one thing that's going to be really good. Yeah, it's supposed to be this this month. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But no, you're right, and it, it's a good way to promote their other titles because, like you said, you know, people buy the Wii U for for Mario Kart, for Mario 3D World, um, Smash Brothers, and it's a good way for them to get access to these other titles that sure. are, pro- are probably going to be really good games. You know, Bayonetta two being being one of them yeah. uh, that, that a lot of people will will probably like. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, you guys want some really good news? Yeah. Fuck let's hear yeah. It. Temple Run two is getting a couple of new playable characters Sick. in the form of Russell Wilson and Colin <laughs> Kaepernick. God, I couldn't give less of a shit about that. <laughs> 99 cents. Oh, my God. First of all, it's Temple Run. For each. Who uh, that? Temple Run creator Keith Shepard said that, that it was all about continuing to engage with fans. You know, I'll tell you what. I just want to put it out, put it out there. Anybody that buys that, I don't want to be friends with that person. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Go buy yourself a... A donut or something. Yeah, get a 99-cent coffee from McDonald's. If you want to use Russell Wilson and Colin Kaepernick, go buy this year's Madden. It was a good version of Madden this year. Yeah. We'll fucking buy him on Temple Run. Yeah, I don't get I don't get the crossover there. I don't either. You'd be surprised, man. I have a, I have a friend whose job is... She works for an agency. Her job is licensing things for video games. And it is such a huge business right now. The, uh... What's her name? Uh, Kardashian. That Kardashian video game that is raking in money. Like, it's insane. I don't understand that either. And this is why this is why I'll never take mobile gaming seriously. Ever. Well, it's not people like us that are buying. I, I understand that. But that's, that's, that's that don't play games. Those are, are the that's that's what's popular and that's what's polluting gaming in general. God, that pisses me off. I don't think polluting is a fair oh, word. Oh, Dan, yes, it is. I think it's a more than fair word. Yeah. I think we get plenty of great games that we still love. I agree, but 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 they don't get the, the media attention that a fucking Kardashian game is going to get. And it, and it goes back into the whole side of the gaming world. It goes into the whole GamerGate thing too. It ties into that. That's a huge part of it. It's 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 a problem. It's pollution. Slowly. I don't see how it's a problem. I really don't. It's just you know, let the, it happen. It, it doesn't goes, bother you guys. No, it yes, does it bother does. me because it shows me how fucking stupid society is. Yeah, but so does everything else. 
Yeah, but that's a new level, man. <laughs> Who buys a fucking Kardashian mobile game? Not, uh, not gamers, and that's that's what the problem is. Uh, I th- don't th- see why that's a problem, though. Corey, you know what? And you're absolutely right. It shouldn't bother me, but damn it, it does bother me. Yeah, and I get, it's not going to stop bothering me. I get annoyed by it too, Eric. I'm in the same boat as you. D- Dan, we I still are... have we still have more games we want to play than we're able to play. Like, I understand it's not... that it's it's a slow process. It's a slow burn, Corey. What's a slow process? The decay of society. This is a whole bigger issue. It's not just gaming. It's these fucking idiots that just buy whatever's out there because it says Kardashian on it. No, you like, know what? They're popular now. You know what it is? It's people. someone who plays Candy Crush Saga or uh, Farmville on their phone is now considered a gamer, and they're they're what they're what they're doing their their behavior in these games is influencing gaming and that's what i don't like about it yeah if, i mean if these things are selling that much like why wouldn't it's, a gaming it's, company it, go into that like if it's making that much money yeah I'll, I'll concede that point to you guys thank you and you know you know my thoughts on candy crush is it's a glorified crossword puzzle it's not a it's not a game <laughs> and I, I will argue that with anybody it's it's a crossword puzzle. It's a time killer. Same thing with well, like. Well, I mean, it's, it's a game. Let's be fair. It's not. Uh, it's it's a glorified Sudoku or or crossword sure. puzzle. That's all it Which is. Which a lot of people love. I'm sure they do, but th- but that should not influence like gaming, like yeah. gaming, gaming. You it know? shouldn't I, even be called gaming. No, I, it's it's I it's totally... a it's a, a puzzle. Like I said, it's a glorified uh, crossword puzzle. I, I agree with it. you guys, but until it gets to the point where there aren't games for me to play anymore, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't care. Then I don't what think, are you worried about? Because it's 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 because it sucks. It's a I don't know. It, yeah, my girlfriend plays it, and I told her <laughs> part I of said, the problem. I, well, yeah, I told her that, and I said, "So help me God, if you ever spend a nickel on fucking Candy Crush, <laughs> I go, you just better hope I don't tell Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we will not be friends anymore. No, and I couldn't blame you. No, I'm just kidding. I'd still be I friends know. with her. <laughs> But anyway, continue, Corey. But anyway, it's not the first time. Usain Bolt, uh, you can buy for 99 cents and have been able to do so for a while in that game. Um, makes a little bit more sense than Colin Kaepernick and Russell Wilson, right? A little bit, but still yeah. just stupid. Running. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, I'll just t- move on. Peyton Manning wasn't good enough for that game? We've, we've spent enough enough time. Maybe no. it's uh, we'll what, save it for a roundtable someday. W- one more joke. When Eli Manning scores a rushing touchdown... You know your team's really bad, <laughs> which is uh, the Washington Redskins. Was it the Redskins? I yes. think two yes. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's when you know your team's in trouble. Yeah, I snuck one in there, huh? Yeah, it was like a ten yarder too. Did he do his took, little deer prance thing that he does? Took in half the of the second quarter for him he, to get it in there. He looks so stupid running the ball in the end zone. <laughs> it's probably it's, similar it's to what right. Drew Bledsoe used to look like for the Bills. Yeah, or did you see the Peyton Manning naked bootleg in the playoffs last year? <laughs> it's like no one, no one expected him to have the ball. He just trotted right in the end zone. That Ten minutes nev- later, never, he's spiking the ball. Never happens. I uh, just to go off for a second here on football. When when I used to have uh, season tickets, the year before I got season tickets was when Drew Bledsoe was a quarterback for the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> My God, when he took off running, you're just holding your breath. Yep. And when he gets a first down, it's like a it's like a miracle of God that this man made it ten yards to yeah. pick up a first down. <laughs> oh, but that's anyhow. not that's not a common quarterback anymore. <laughs> one that can't, can't can barely no, move. No, no, it isn't. Anywho. Even the pocket passers can move. Go ahead, Corey. 
The alpha test for Evolve, what? the game Evolve. I thought I tweeted this. No, that was me, dude. Fuck you. Launches on October 30th for the Xbox One. Which I just... Eric, why don't you go ahead? Well, I don't have much. I'm, I'm really okay. looking forward to this game. Uh, the 4v1 uh, online shooter. Um, everything that I've seen with it, it looks really cool. Um, I just signed up for it. doesn't mean I'll get in, but I, d- I did try to sign up for it. So you've, ho- you've had some luck with those things. I have, yeah. So hopefully I get into uh, Evolve and I'll be able to talk about it. So, yeah, that's that's one of the games I'm really looking forward to. February is setting up to be pretty tasty yeah. for video games. What did you say, a game every week? Every week of that month there's a game I want to get. And, like, there's some big ones like... Uh, Bloodborne. Witcher 3. Witcher 3. Bloodborne. Evolve. The Order. And, yeah, The Order. All four of those are, like, games that I'm really excited for. Mm-hmm. February is, like, my month for video games. It's weird. It is weird. It's my birthday. So, luckily, my girlfriend's <laughs> buying me one of them, so I don't have to pay for that one. Nice. Which is nice. It's your birthday month. It is my birthday month. Um, believe you me, I'm going to treat it like so. <laughs> A diva all month. A diva, yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh, but it'll, it will run October 30th to November 2nd with uh, the Xbox folks getting a 24-hour head start. They did say it would be limited, so don't get too excited. I think you have to sign up on the website or something like you that. Do. I did it just before we started recording. Okay. Uh, I think I got my code from GameSpot.com. I don't know. I'm sure if you search on the internet, because you have to get a code. I don't think you have to get a code, but it helps, That I helps guess. your chances. Um, but I think I got mine from GameSpot.com. Um, yeah, just go to the website and sign up for it. Hopefully you get in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get in this round, there is an open beta expected on the Xbox One in January. So stay tuned for that. At the very least, you'll be able to try it then. Uncharted 4 news is coming soon. This according to Naughty Dog co-president Evan Wells. And by coming soon... Very soon. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Who's, who's excited for that? Eric's yeah. the biggest Uncharted fan, right? No. Oh, I you're the only one. I that... played half of an Uncharted. So pro- you're probably the biggest fan. You could call <laughs> out of all of us. <laughs> yes, it turns out I am the biggest fan. Uh, you could say I'm the biggest Naughty Dog fan. That would be. I will probably play it. Oh, I'm gonna just get it. just because. Th- those are games I want to go back and play. I have two and three. I got like the double disc set for yeah. PS3. I still have them. Uh, I just never got around to playing them. I, from what I understand, everybody loves them. Mm-hmm. I played part of one. I really enjoyed it. Um, and obviously, The Last of Us is probably my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna get Uncharted Four because I have a PS4. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Yeah. But, I don't know. We don't know what the news is though. I Corey. <laughs> No, we do not. Did you, I, yeah, did I you want to say four. why you tweeted that? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, but why did you tweet that one? Because I saw it and I was like, oh, this will be a good nibble, nibble bit. And then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, <laughs> why is news that is coming news? Right. So I just tweeted that exact thought. Right. Um, I played about like maybe two or three hours of Uncharted 2. And I was like, yeah, these games aren't for me. Didn't you play Uncharted 3 too? Or maybe it was three. It was oh, three. you know what? I played both. I played like an hour of Uncharted 2 and maybe like two or three hours of Uncharted 3. I think you said that Uncharted 3 was a little too cinematic for you. I don't remember what my complaint was, but I just do not like that kind of game. And that's why I yeah. didn't really care for Last of Us. I could see that. It's just not, I don't know, it just doesn't do it for me. You know what it is, Corey? You're the wild card. Yeah. I mean, even like the Batman games, like I could see like this is good, but eh. 
I don't want to. Sure. Uh, doesn't mm-hmm. do it for me. Sure. Um, okay. Twitch implemented a new transparency policy for streamers using its service, namely tags for sponsored content. Um, so this means if a brand is sponsoring a stream, Twitch will make sure you know. But that is only for uh, Twitch sort of driven content. So third party streamers and stuff, you're kind of on your own for that. If your favorite streamer is streaming a game, uh, it's not the responsibility of Twitch to make sure you know that it's a sponsored stream. Yeah. There's probably a lot of behind the behind the closed doors deals on those things too. Oh, so. there, there definitely is. Some of those big streamers who get millions of viewers for their videos, they're raking in cash not only from advertisements on their videos, but from brands paying them to play their game. Yeah. Something, so, something we will never see. You'll never get that out of the Thumbstick Athletes. No. If anyone's offering, uh, is when that if if somebody accepts money to stream a game, I quit. It's over with. I'm done. Yeah. Other than a donation, we will take donations from listeners. Oh yeah, that's and, it. And watchers, and ad revenue from Amazon. Amazon, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's um, our only money. That's and it. it doesn't make us. It doesn't make us anything. So that's it. Right. Pillars of Eternity, Dan. You know a little bit about this game, right? I do. Is delayed until 2015. Uh, this is the Kickstarter-backed Obsidian tactical RPG in the vein of uh, Baldur's Gate or Icewind Dale. Um, apparently, after feedback from the beta they had that began in August, they decided it will take a lot more time to implement all the input and feedback and advice that they received. That's fine. So, I, yeah, I think everybody's okay with that. As long as when it comes out, it works. Yes. You cannot delay a game and have it come out and not work, which we will get into later. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh. oh, bye. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Corey? No, I finally got through them. All right. Eric, what do you got for us? I got three, Dan. All right. All right. Let's start off with the crew. Has been delayed until December... Second. Second. Yes. What do you think of it? That's good, right? Yeah, it's fine. Like I said, as long as that, like when it comes out, it works. <laughs> right. You well, cannot. We'll cross our fingers on that. Yeah, one. you cannot delay a game and have it come out and be a, a train wreck. No, that's fine if they want to polish it. I, I probably scratch the crew off my buy list. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Microtransactions. You can apparently buy the car parts in the not game. Not true. That's not true. I meant to text you about that. Okay. I understand that it's not true. The only thing you can purchase is different cars with okay. real money. Well, that's fine. Yeah, because they made it seem like it was part, like you could buy the up, all the upgrade parts with real money. Yes, and I, I saw things refuting that. Okay. So, I, and I don't recall where I saw it, but uh, it seemed fairly legit. That's fine. So okay, so maybe it's back on my buy list. Yeah, I'm I gonna, didn't. I'm, I didn't like that. I'm probably gonna get whatever racing game you get. Okay. So. I'll I mean, just let you pick. I'm I'm leaning towards the crew just because it's the you know it's the open world game. It's more like what you're your into. your Forza game. Project Forza, Cars is a Forza sim, 2. right? Right. Project Cars is more of a sim racing. That's closer to Drive Club. That's not as interesting to me as a game where you can I think just Drive, drive Club around. is kind of a mix. Yeah, it seems like. Yeah, and then uh, Forza Horizon Two is already out. That's more like the crew. That's an open world, yeah. though, which I like. Um, I think. Yeah. It was one of the Need for Speed Most Wanted, maybe for Xbox 360 when it first came out, was one of my favorite games that that cool. came out for the system. So I do like that open world type of game where you can kind of do what you want. You sure. Know? Again, it with the with the OCD and doing all the side stuff, I eat that up. 
For some reason, I'm really looking forward to getting a new car game. Yeah. I don't know why. It's time for a racing game. It's been a while. Uh, Every single time I boot up my Xbox, I'm like, maybe I'll get Forza Forza. Horizon 2 today. (laughs) It's not going to be Drive Club? I don't know. We're going to talk about that in a roundtable, Corey. At some point. (laughs) Uh, Second nibble bit. Minecraft PS Vita Edition is coming October 14th for 20 US dollars. Uh, exciting news for your Minecraft fans. I feel like a game like that is just going to be great on Vita. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy it because they've already taken my money enough for Minecraft. You've already got a couple copies sitting around. That I don't use. Um, so, yeah, that's that's good news. I know the, the good folks over at uh, Podcast Beyond are very much excited for that one, so that's mm-hmm. cool. Oh, those worms. Yes. And my last one. The PlayStation Experience event is going to be taking place in Las Vegas this December. Um, I guess it's December 6th and 7th out in Las Vegas. It's just a a PlayStation community event. It's not going to be like any big wig stuff. It's going to be gamers going, playing games, and I guess they're going to kind of tease what's coming in 2015. So that's that's exciting news. Um, October 20th, they're going to announce details on tickets. A one-day pass is going to run you fifty bucks, and the two-day pass is ninety bucks. That's not bad. So I want to go save ten dollars. <laughs> I want to go to that. That's cool. That's that's a cool idea, though. I yeah, like that. I like that. You know, no, probably not a huge media distraction. It's just go there and play some yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just some PlayStation uh, gamers exclusives. And seeing what's coming out, probably get to try Bloodborne. You'll get Ooh, to try yeah. The Order. Maybe Uncharted. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> so. Fuck right off. <laughs> and that is it for my nibble bits, Dan. Okay. Uh, this is one I've been meaning to talk about for a few weeks now. NVIDIA has announced their new 900 series cards in the 970 and 980. Uh, they're both 4K compatible uh, or capable and will play any current game on max settings in 1080p and 60 frames per second. The 970 goes for around 350 bucks, And the 980, which is apparently the best card on the market right now, is only 550 uh, for a while, it was the Titans, which one of the, the Titan was it the Titan Z that was three thousand. Dear God! Well, this one's only five fifty for the best card on the market right now. They also only require five hundred watt P power supply, which I have in my computer. Um, and I've been I really. I, have a, I think I also have a five hundred watt. Yeah, so I've been really tempted. the The GTX nine nine seventy has really been tempting me. Sweet, that is tempting. Foul temptress. Could I just could I just buy that and it would work fine? Yeah. And See, you... and that's why I don't have a PC because I don't want to ask that question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> five hundred watts. Um, like I said, and four K capable. So well, I'm not worried about that. Well, you you don't want to buy a four K TV specifically to play computer games on. Well, if I'm buying a five hundred dollar video card. Well, no, it's the well the nine seventy is is three fifty. The nine eighty, which is the best one on the market, is five fifty, which I think is is cheap. That's really cheap. I mean, I would I would buy that and not get a console and be extremely happy with it. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> it's it's slightly future proof too. I'm sure next year they'll announce a new line of cards the that are that are even better. Uh, nine ninety that'll come out at the end of like right before they they announce the. Mm-hmm next series it'll maybe 1000 series i don't know they they it it, it goes in cycles how, how they work those i don't know um, man bfd amds in the 9000s what yeah they i mean they have different uh yeah it's just a just a joke how dare you 
Hang on. Are I you guys that. reading your phones in the middle of the podcast? I, I got texted. It's important. Uh, I don't have any other nibble bits to share, Corey. I've, right I've got second. one more. Uh, Hironobo Sakaguchi and Mistwalker <laughs> are bringing RPG Terra Battle to mobile <laughs> devices October 9th, uh, which was yesterday. I downloaded, I downloaded it, it and I played it, so... I'll let you know how that is during what we played. Uh, Hironobo Sakaguchi is of Final Fantasy fame. He started Mistwalker. I want to say at the beginning of the Xbox 360, uh, PS3 era. Yeah, it's been they, a while, they've, they've had a, it? Yeah, they've had a few RPGs. Uh, one of my most hated RPGs in Blue Dragon, but they also came out with... Was Last Remnant one, Last Remnant one of their RPGs? They came out with a, like a good RPG, too. Was like, that yeah, I played Last Remnant. That was good. I, I don't think, know if it was him. I think it was Last Remnant. There was or was it Lost Odyssey, maybe? You're right. Um I played both. I played a lot more Lost Odyssey than I did Last Remnant. Uh-huh. Uh Lost Odyssey probably came out in two thousand and eight. I think it was Lost Odyssey. Now that I think about it, I think Last Remnant was uh Square Enix RPG. That game was really good, and that's what introduced me to the uh oh sh- I'm blanking on the name now. The Japanese uh, visual poetry. What's the word for that? I don't know. You're out of my realm. Yeah, I can't think of it. It's good stuff, though. Okay. Uh, so that's it for my nibble bits. Corey, how was your week? My week was well. Does that make sense? No, that's poor English, Corey, you idiot. <laughs> uh, I, I was really sick last weekend. Sick as a dog. Sick as I've been probably in a year. Worked out for um, you. It did work out for me. It, it was I was sitting at work like late on Friday, and I couldn't wait to get out of work and go out and have some beers and have a good time. And then it hit me that feeling when you know you're going to be really sick. Um, you get that like scratchy throat, headache, kind of delirious feeling. It's the worst. Yep, and it's like great, perfect timing for a Friday. Sure enough, I got home, felt like absolute garbage, uh, but uh, well enough to set up my computer and start playing Mordor. Good. Yeah. So that's what got me through Mordor. Uh, like I said, I put 20, 22 hours maybe into that over the weekend. Uh, also played a lot more Wasteland 2. Um, and also played a little bit of uh, The Walking Dead Season 2. And um, eh, that was it for the weekend. But it was really, like, as much as I love playing video games, I hate kind of, like, losing a weekend to illness. Yeah. Because what did you lose out on? Yeah, well, I just I hate my job so much, and to have a weekend that you just don't get to do the things that you want to do. What play video aside games? from playing video games? Okay. There's not. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with playing video Corey, games. You like you like going out. I don't like going out, but I like you know hanging out with friends and like socializing. You'll, I know you guys. You, don't. You'll you'll grow out of that. Like, do you do you have folks over to your house usually? Or yeah, yeah, we pretty pretty much regularly have people over, especially on weekends. That's cool. Um, it's just nice to just interact with people and, and hang out and play games and stuff like that. Um, but I, like, it was, don't get me wrong. It was great to play video games. I'm really glad. Like I said, it was the first time I had video game satisfaction, which I haven't had since extra life 2013. Such a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was really good. I, I got to play a ton of games. Good man. Um, but that was my week. Other than that, like still, still, still plugging away on the, uh, the hockey blog um and watching hockey and and got my hockey predictions ready to go i don't know if we're talking about that now no, or later no, no, but... no we got feedback that wants hockey talk okay, okay. we can do that during right. feedback sounds good yeah okay uh i'll go next 
I watched the first half of the Fellowship. Uh, being in the Lord of the Rings kind of mood lately, I've I've been I decided to revisit the old trilogy. I don't think I like the Fellowship as much as I like the Hobbit. That was my favorite Lord of the Rings movie. Was it? I mm-hmm. think mine was the Two Towers. Um, but the just the pacing is weird. And I don't know if that's because I just re-listened to the books, but it's it's too fast and then it's too slow, you know, type of thing. Like they were skip you watching a- the extended edition? Oh yeah, of course. That's why. <laughs> is is the pacing different on that than it is on the? Oh on yeah, the, definitely. Okay. Because I know I mean, the, the fellowship didn't add that much. It was it was only like ten or fifteen minutes more more content. Why do you think the extended edition got cut? What do you mean? Because it fucked up the theaters. pacing. Yeah, that yeah. could be. The pacing wasn't. But right. I had the. That, I mean, that's what happens in movies. That's it's. That's why I had the extended edition for the Hobbit too. Yeah. Okay. Just struck a chord with. You. I think part of it is I'm I'm still pissed off and sour about the not putting put Tom Bombadil in it. I'm still sour about that. So, and and like in the books, it's 17 years after Bilbo leaves that Frodo finally leaves the Shire. In the movies they make it seem like it's like a, a week. I also don't like that, and I think that stuff is is simmering in the back of my head. Um, that you know the the inconsistencies with the books kind of bothers like, me. You're just such a big fan, yeah, yeah, that I could see that. For me, I'm like. I'm glad it made it seem like it was a fucking week. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, 17 years after for, See, after I Bilbo leaves. No idea that that was the case. Yep. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But wow. Uh, yeah, we we made it to the the Council of Elrond part when we, when we stopped. That's that's the halfway point of the the Fellowship. So I think maybe tomorrow night we'll watch the second half of the Fellowship and then. What's the total runtime on that extended edition? Like three and a half hours. The fir- yeah, the first one I think is three and a half. The the fellow the Return of the King is over four. I think it's like four fifteen maybe. Oh, that's great. It's <laughs> so long. It is long, <laughs> and we're gonna try and watch all three. Obviously, it won't be in quick succession, but I've got Columbus Day off. Maybe I'll just wake up early and start watching the Lord of the Rings. Movies. That's what we used to do. We used to watch it in one big chunk, all all one day and then part of the next day, but. With, with, oh, you've done this more than once. Oh yeah, no, oh, me, me God, and the wife have done that several. Uh, Star Wars too. I used to Champion. do that with once a year. I would watch the entire six, uh, six Star Wars movies all like back to back to back. It's I, like you crazy fuckers playing Final Fantasy six every year. <laughs> exactly, it's exactly like that. But we can't do that now because because of the kids. Right. You know? Star Wars we might be able to get away with, but not Lord of the Rings. I watch Star Wars pretty scary. regularly. Yeah, I like I maybe just, once a month I get through the Star Wars, I just because I like I'll put them on while I'm playing video games. Yeah, I can't do computer. it, guys. I don't like the new movies. I like I, the old movies. I don't watch a movie more than once, yeah. except for Rudy, Braveheart. I'm struggling to think anything else. See, I'm I'm the opposite. Like Good I don't, choices, though, I, don't I don't watch new things. I watch the same things over. Oh, I don't and over watch again. new things. TV either. too. It's TV and movies. I watch a handful of things, and that's all. Yeah, Blacklist. We're going to talk about the Blacklist in a minute <laughs> here, Corey. Uh, so there's that. Uh, hockey. Hockey's back, obviously. Very yeah. excited. We'll talk about that later. Sure. Uh, I had to upgrade my Roku. Oh, you did upgrade it. I did. I bought a new Roku. Cool. Um, it's the refurbished Roku 1 from last year. It's the, the cheapest model, so it was only 40 bucks. Not bad. Uh, my old Roku, which I got seven years ago wasn't it's not good enough to run the new nhl game center got your money's worth yeah oh yeah it's seven years old or something and i've used it a lot it's been my game center and netflix and amazon instant for that long right 
Um, but yeah, we got when we up when I uploaded or updated the NHL Game Center app on it. I got the message that, oh, we're sorry, your Roku is too outdated to run the new Game Center program. If you contact this number, we'll give you a $15 discount on a brand-new Roku 3, which is like, I think it's like $85 for a Roku 3. Uh-huh. Um, that's the top-of-the-line Roku. Sure. I'm glad they actually switched to numbers. They used to be like Roku LT, Roku XS. None of that made any sense. 1, 2, 3 is very, very simple to understand. I mean, obviously, yeah. you could do some research and figure out what the differences were but yeah exactly one two three is easier uh the only problem is it's wireless only so i'll have to see how it runs i'll test it out tomorrow because the predators are on tomorrow night um if the wireless is good enough on it to to run game center because game center is a little bandwidth heavy but it is running a lot better this year last year i had a lot a lot of trouble with buffering and the the app freezing but apparently they hired people to redo it and do a better job with it so it is running a lot better this year good um so yeah new new roku i had to open up my pocketbook i had to do that for a new router before uh what's it called uh, extra, extra life. life. Yeah, I yeah, keep yeah. wanting to say second life, but I know it's it's extra life. So, yeah. okay. How's your week, Eric? Not bad. Had a couple things I wanted to touch on here. Let me pull my pull up my notes. Let's see if I can get my shit together. Pull it together. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, let's see. After the podcast tonight, heading up to the uh, girlfriend's folks' house. We're gonna spend the day up there tomorrow, and then go to the Bills game this weekend. Um, first place battle, Bills Patriots. That's awesome. The Pagulas have been officially announced as the owners, and I think they're going to do a little something, something at the game for that, which will be awesome. Get the crowd into it. Get the uh, team into it. Some of my favorite people on earth, Dan. Never met them, obviously, but some of my just favorite people on earth. Anybody <laughs> that saves my football team from moving immediately comes becomes a best friend. I'd do anything for those people. Mm-hmm. Take a bullet, even. Absolutely. Not even kidding. Yes, I would take a bullet for them. Nice. <laughs> um, let's see. I've been listening to a lot of Green Day. Oh. I made a Green Day playlist on Spotify. Actually, you know what got me to do that was listening to the new Weezer album. Uh-huh. Just gets me in that uh, nostalgic back in the day music that I listened to. Green Day was fucking great. Yeah. I put everything. They've got a lot of great songs. From. Uh, Slappy Hours isn't on Spotify. Uh, so everything that was from, one of my favorites. Yeah, everything from Kerplunk, I think, up to Warning I put on it. And I hit, I just hit Shuffle and just enjoy. Is American Idiots after that, though, right? I didn't know you that didn't one. like American Idiot? It was okay. I it wasn't good enough to make my playlist. I gotcha. But it was okay. Yeah, there's probably three songs on there that I really like. I'm with like. you. American Idiot was all right. Yeah. Anything after that, not interested. Yeah. But, uh... Warning was where I really stopped thinking, all right, Green Day still got it. Yeah. You know? I gotcha. So, yeah, uh, great stuff. They're old stuff. Such a good band. Um, Back to Weezer. Weezer put out a new album. Uh, I've been checking that out. I'm about halfway through it. It's pretty good. couple songs, I was like, yeah, this is is fucking good stuff here. And then a couple songs, eh, this is okay stuff. The problem with Weezer is that they set the bar so high with their first two albums. Mm-hmm. Like, those will forever be two of my favorite albums of all time. Like, I, I turn those on, Pin- and I'm just like... There's not a bad song on Pinkerton. Uh, the Blue Album, either, Blue album in my too, opinion. Yeah. I mean, you, you just can't go wrong with those two albums. And yeah. it's, it's like, ever since then, the Green Album's okay. Yeah, there's a few good songs on there. Maladroit's okay. After that, it was pretty bad. 
up until now it's okay. Uh-huh. But man, they just set the bar way too high for themselves with those first two albums. But they will always be one of my favorite bands yeah. because of those first two albums. Yep. Uh, I- I'd say that the new album's worth checking out. Though. Okay. I'll have to um, give it a listen. TV-wise, been into the blacklist. As you guys know, I finished season one on um, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. That's a great show. It's a good show. Yeah, James Spader, man. What a guy. Yep. Every time he comes into a room, he does this little giggle <laughs> and tells some <laughs> stupid story about him being out at some beach and something that happened to him. I damn near pissed my pants because you know it's coming, but he's so good at just selling that character and the story. Like, the main story is kind of going on behind the scenes while the side story is. Each new episode is a new side story while the main story is going on. And, like, I really don't care about the side stories at all. I'm just on the edge of my seat at the start of the episode when they touch on the main story and the end of the episode when they touch on it again. Like, it's just so good. I don't know. James Spader is perfect for that role. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't watched that yet and you're into, like, espionage and, like, just... I probably would like it. I like yeah, that sort of thing. It's good, man. Just, like, <clears throat> double agent shit and people double-crossing each other and fucked up criminals. Gotcha. Good stuff, man. Really good Eric, stuff. Eric, when, when you sent out the text about James Spader walking into a room Dude, and doing a little Dude, you know what exactly what I'm talking stuff. about. Right? I knew exactly what yeah. you were talking about, and I burst out laughing at my desk. <laughs> he's walking, he's like, oh, I remember when I was in Barbados, and then he goes off on some tangent about some stupid bullshit, and they're just looking at him like he's nuts, but he's actually uh, the smartest guy on earth. And I, he's such a weird dude, but when he yeah. gets into those like really serious scenes where the camera just sits on him and he just like tells a long, yeah. sad story, you're just like, wow. Dude, and you get lost in it, and yeah. then, then when the show's over, you're like, you snap back into reality, and you're like, man, <laughs> yeah. James Spader is a fucking actor. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's probably my yep. second favorite actor. Behind, behind Leo. Oh, okay. Wow. Big, big Leo fan. That's big praise right there. Huge Leo fan. But yeah, James Spader, man. I know he wouldn't be good in every role, but man, does he nail that. And I loved him as Robert California in The yeah. Office. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's it's unanimous here. I don't know if it was unanimous with Office fans. I thought he was great. Yeah. It's kind of the same character, though, right? It is in just like a different setting. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it absolutely is. He's just a fucking weird dude, and he just sells it so well. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you haven't watched The Blacklist and you're looking for something to watch... On Netflix, there's 22 episodes. They're 45 minutes long, and you're not going to be able to wait till you get to fucking watch the next episode. I burned nice. through it pretty quickly. So I, I kind of there's there's a show that's that's on after Dancing with the Stars called Castle. Corey's probably at least so, somewhat familiar with Castle, right? Sure. With uh, uh, what's his Fillion. name? Nathan Fillion. Yeah, uh, but but it, like I said, it's it's right about when when the kids go to bed, and it's it's on. My wife watches Dancing with the Stars. It's a show mm-hmm. that's on after that, and I find myself every like every week watching it and being interested. I have no idea what's going on really because I don't watch it. Watch it, but uh, part of that is Nathan Fillion, who who I love, uh, but also the 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 woman on the show um, would probably be compete with Mila Kunis for my 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 biggest celebrity Ooh. crush. Her name is uh, Stana Katic, K A T I C, um, and Eric, I think she would be up your alley because she kind of wears the cause she's a detective in the show, so she wears the the businesswoman's. Uh, Really? I am not loving what See, I'm I, seeing. See, I think she's stunning. 
Nah, I don't see it. Really? Nah. Corey? I don't know who she is. Well, look her up, damn it. Oh, I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> I don't care. Just just move on. But anyway, continue, Eric. Uh, I also finished the new season of Trailer Park Boys that's uh-huh. on Netflix. Netflix only, right? Yeah, that's a Netflix original now, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, love me some Trailer Park Boys. If you're into just stupid humor about smoking pot and getting high and drinking a lot and just people doing stupid shit trailer park boys is is pretty funny stuff Mm -hmm. like i had a shitty day the other day and all i wanted to do was come home and turn trailer park boys on and drink whiskey like it's just one of those shows where you can just you don't need to pay a lot of attention to it but you're gonna find yourself giggling to yourself pretty often um so yeah trailer park boys (laughs) if you're looking for comedy blacklist if you're looking for some good high tension drama cool so yes nice is that ever, did I cover everybody? Yeah, Will's not here. That's right. All right, do we want to get into what we played? Corey, you got a pee? I do, but uh, we can get into it. All right. Yeah. Fuck it. All right, why don't you I'll, go... F- I'll figure it out. Why don't you go first, Corey? Um, so I played a ton of Mordor. I played a little bit of Terra Battle, but Dan, it sounds like you played a little bit more, so I'll just join you when, when you discuss that. We can talk about it now. Nah. I, don't I have literally t- played like 20 minutes of it. So. Uh, that's about all I played, too. Yeah. Well, let's um, let's just talk about it right now. It, okay. Basically, the game it's 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 chess mixed with Fire Emblem. How do you, how do you feel about that description, Corey? That's a very good description. For yeah, because sure. because fire the Fire Emblem like a lot of you have your characters that you move around on this grid. It's 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 an RPG, so there's uh, weapons and items and characters, different characters that you can recruit to your party. But the the battles take place on this grid that looks like a chessboard, except it's elongated. And how you position your characters when you attack, like you want to have them in lines, like lined up with each other and lined up with, with different power-ups on the board. And that's, that's how your damage is done to the, to the enemies that you face. Um, it's a, it's an interesting thought. It's kind of got a decent strategy to it. Like I said, I played it for like Corey about 20 minutes. Um, I played through the like tutorial and then a few battles into the, what's this on now? It's a iOS or Android. Mobile, mobile platforms. I don't know if it's on Windows Phone or not, um, or Windows Windows App Store. Um, I mean, it's okay, right? How did you feel about it, Corey? Yeah, like I said, like I, I didn't even figure out all the systems and everything. I, I feel like it's something if I wanted to dedicate the time to, I could really get into. But nothing really jumped out at me no. that said you need to play this game. No, it was average. Um, in in the yeah in the the brief uh, twenty or thirty minutes I gave it it has a limiter you have a thing called stamina and you use every battle you fight uses stamina uh, which recharges slowly over time so if you run out of stamina you have to buy and buy more whatever to stamina to keep playing or let yeah. it let it recharge on its own which I find annoying sure um you know if you're if you have like an hour long sub ride you'll probably burn through that stamina in. 10 minutes 15 minutes yeah uh so that's that's a little bit obnoxious and, and puts me off a little bit but it's it's okay uh i don't know if i'll play in it anymore maybe i mean the name hiranubu 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 sakaguchi hiranubu sakaguchi was enough to get me to i probably would have been willing to spend like a dollar or two dollars on it and just bought it yeah it's free um, though it is free to play yeah uh so, so give, give it a shot yeah, it's it's totally worth giving a shot, but I don't I don't know if I'll stick with it. Uh, I'll give it a few more tries and, and we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. 
But in that in that vein, uh, while we're talking about mobile mobile games, I forgot to mention last week I played a game called Mate. What is it called? Tactics Maiden. Um, I don't know if you guys remember me talking about King Turn RPG last year. Yeah, I played that briefly. Yeah, you remember that game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eric's laughing, but it's actually a pretty good mobile game. It was okay. I'll give him that. Yeah, it was better than most. I will give you that. Um, it's not saying much, but it was It was, It was. was. I'm just decent. laughing thinking about the interaction that Will and I usually have right about this time. Oh, about mobile games? Yeah. <laughs> I think Will would actually really like this game. I'd hate it. Uh, yeah, you'd probably hate it, but I think Will would really like it. No, no, I'm um, saying Will would hate it. No, Will would love it. Alright. Uh, but anyway, it's called Tactics Maiden. It is the sort of spiritual successor to the King Turn RPG. And honestly, I feel like they just named it Tactics Maiden because that's a better name than King Turn RPG. Definitely. <laughs> um, I think that's why they went with that. But it is it is very similar to King Turn RPG. And it has the Fire Emblem kind of thing where you have heroes and, and troops and you move them around the map and it's very tactical RPG. Um, but again, that's another one I only played very briefly, so I don't really have enough to say about it um but what i did play a lot more than or not more than mordor but in addition to all the time i spent with mordor was telltales the walking dead season two which i beat hey well done that's two games for today boys is the last part out yet yeah it's been out for a while i didn't know that i'll have to play it game bites it yeah it's been out for a while uh i actually i really like the walking dead i uh, Corey. Yeah. Season one better than season two? Yes. I've heard that. Definitely. Uh, definitely better. Uh, I still love, I think it might have been episode two or three of season one where they uh, go to that very suspicious farm. God, if I could ever get through the first episode. <laughs> I know what you mean, Corey. Um, that was still one of the best episodes. But I really like this game and I'm not. I'm not really too sure what it is. Um, yes, there is some choice along the way, and there's a whole lot of illusion of choice, which is, is what really makes, uh, the game fun. Um, it's it's, it's just the storytelling, I think, that really, really gets me into it. Um, it's just a lot of fun, and and playing it reminded me of Extra Life last year when I played through three of the five episodes, um, in one night. And it was a very warm, fuzzy, fuzzy kind of feeling. I did plenty of shitting on those games too, <laughs> until I, I played the first season. I did really like it. It did. I did get a little bit of uh, 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 sour about the illusion of choice type of thing, but it, it was an enjoyable story. Not a lot of gameplay in it. You know, it's very light on the gameplay elements. But it, like, if you like the story, I think you you know you're gonna enjoy it. So, which, uh, it's which really makes hard me not. It what? makes me excited for Tales of the Borderlands. Exactly, yeah. And in, in, uh, there's a Game of Thrones one coming out, too, and I think that'll be great. Yeah. I'm really excited for all of the above. Um, this one, is it's a little bit... focuses on Clementine. If you're not familiar with Season 2, it focuses on Clementine, who was one of the characters... Uh, you, you controlled Lee in the first season, and this one you control Clementine. Kind of a spoiler, but whatever. If you haven't played it already, you probably don't care. Or you've seen her face plastered all over any any ads about the game or whatever right and 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 i i i really hope we stick with i don't know what's going to happen next season uh and speaking of that i'm going to comic-con on sunday oh you lucky bastard 
Yeah, that so awesome. and there's a Walking Telltale's The Walking Dead panel where they're going to discuss like where the series is going to go. I'm trying to convince the guy I'm going with to go to that one. I don't know if we'll actually end up, but I hope we can. A, I hope he wants to go to it, and B, I hope we can get into it because uh, I think it'd be really interesting. But I really love following Clementine and seeing her grow as a character and as a person, um, and I hope that carries into the the next few seasons. But there are some crazy choices that you know, may or may not influence what actually happens. I don't really know. But again, it's the whole illusion. Um, and for that, I, I really love it. Those are definitely one playthrough games. I think you you you, you get the impression of, of hollowness by playing it more than once. Oh, I would never play it more than once. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. why would you play that again? That You're right. Because <laughs> you got, no, no, not not because I don't like it. Right. But you got your story. Yeah. And that's where you want it to end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you exactly. don't you don't want to see if there's not really the choices that you thought there was, you know. There, I mean, it ends on a pretty like it's one of those things where it's like, well, I I actually looked up, you know, what how it could have ended other ways, and I'm like, how are they going to carry this into the next season? Because one thing is so different from the other. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll see. But I really love that game. I love those characters. I love that storytelling. I love the just the the ambiance of the world. Like, I just love it. It's great. Okay. Good man. Anything else? Nope. All right. What about you, Eric? What do you got? D four. Yeah. Let's hear about D four. You want me to go there first? Yeah. Let's start with that. I'm excited to hear about that. Ah, D four, a game that uh, when Xbox One was announced, they showed what, like a 30 second clip. I didn't think D4. it was that. I think it was 10. Yeah, it, it was not, short. It was a cell shaded. Yeah. And just based off of that 10 seconds, I was like, that game looks fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it just came out like two weeks ago or yeah, so. Yeah, they surprised everybody like the day before it came out. Like, hey, this is coming out tomorrow. Download it. Yeah. Or something like that. So I've been waiting, and today was payday, and I was like, I'm not buying any games this week. I was like, ah, shit, I'll just buy D4. Um, so I played about two hours worth. I got through the epilogue. It's episodic. So I got through the epilogue, and the first episode, I used the Connect only. No controller. Nice. Because that's how they designed it. Yeah. You can use a controller if you so choose, but I wanted to get the Connect experience to talk about that. Uh, first game I've used to connect with for Xbox One, other than voice commands in FIFA. Uh, D4 is fucking weird. I don't know. Like, I, I know what the, the basic story is. Uh, I kind of know what's going on. I, I, I'm hoping that it wraps it up really well for me at the end, because I'm not really a thinking man. <laughs> you, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around these things. Learning curve. Yeah, but... Uh, it's cool. Like I, I was into it. It's 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 more of a interactive TV show, not even movie. Interactive TV show, like crime, time traveling crime television show that you're interacting with through your connect. Okay, I liked it though. Um, the connect functionality is eh, still not great. Really, still not there, huh? Nah, not for me. It was it was hit or miss. Um. There are parts where there's combat, so I sat up a little bit straighter and kind of got into position, and that worked really well. Okay. I had no issues with the combat parts. It was like uh, quick time events where you'd have to swipe your right hand across the screen and then swipe your left hand diagonally and down across the screen or swipe both of your hands upwards or downwards. That actually worked really well, and I enjoyed it. I thought that was really cool. And the quicker you do it, the more points you get. Mm-hmm. 
and you can spend those points on um, what is it? There's life, vision, and stamina. So use stamina to grab certain things in your surrounding because what you're doing the whole time is investigating what happened. I guess I can talk about kind of the story. The main character's wife is killed, and mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out why. Mm-hmm. Who killed her? What happened? So he collects mementos, is what they're called, along the way, and he can dive into the mementos, and it takes him back in time where he can investigate the area and talk to people that were there around the, the, the crime scene and investigate clues around the crime scene. So you're using vision as kind of like your detective vision to go around and see what's going to point you in the right direction for clues. Stamina is what you is the points you use to grab certain things to gather those clues. And life is life combat. If you get hit, you lose some of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really weird. Like some of the characters are just fucking strange, and I can't describe them to you. Like there's this tall, giant man. Can't remember <laughs> his name. He's this tall black dude. He's supposed to be a doctor, but he's got a knife and a fork in his hand, and he just keeps rubbing them together, and you're on an airplane, and he talks really slow, and I have no idea why. (laughs) It's fucking weird. Uh, But it's intriguing. Yeah, It's an intriguing weird, and you want to know, like, what is going on here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's only 15 bucks. The the art style is really cool. It's cel-shaded. Uh, one thing that I love, absolutely love about this game that I've noticed, I don't notice this a lot in other games, the music mm-hmm. is so good. It really sets the tone. Like, for instance, there's one woman that's on the airplane who's kind of a nut job, crazy lady that sets other people off. Every time she talks, the music gets kind of crazy or upbeat or kind of heavy metally. whereas other people it kind of slows down and... It's a little more dreary. Like in, when you're in your house, you can set your own music. But the 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 tone of the game is set very well by the music at the specific intervals that you're playing it. Mm-hmm. And I really really like that. There's a lot of customization with what your character can wear and soundtrack. You can uh, pick what music is playing in your house. There's characters that you can change um, wardrobe with, including yours. One of the weirdest things is this character named Amanda who. I think in while your wife was alive, she was a cat. Amanda was the cat. And now Amanda is in the form of a human female who is just in your house dressed as a like cat, a cat in like a, a one-piece black bodysuit with a pair of cat ears on. And that's who you buy your like life <laughs> and stamina through. It's, it's so fucking weird. And the first scene is on an airplane where you're like a detective. And going through investigating, and there's just this white cat there that you go and buy things from. I have just no idea why. Nice. But it's cool. Yeah. Like, it's different. I was into it. Like, I was doing a little drinking while I was playing it. It's definitely a game for people that are Uh, drinking or doing whatever they're doing. Like, you're probably going to enjoy it a little bit more like you would with Journey or Flower. I'd Mm -hmm. put it right in that category. Like... If you're doing it stone sober, you're just going to be like, what the fuck? But if you're drinking or something, you're like, yeah, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> Opening you know? up your mind a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, nice. It's just one of those games. Okay. I don't, I'm watching some gameplay, Eric, and I, I want to know why you like this game more than you like The Walking Dead. I don't have a good answer for you, Corey. Well, I, I'm, I just see a lot of similarities. Granted, I've no, never played are. this game. 
There are more um, similar. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of similarities. I like the art style better. I like the music. The music is really good. I love okay. the music in it. That's really drawn me into it. The intrigue of it all, like just not knowing what the fuck is going on, is 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 another part that draws me into it. Like that doctor character, he's so fucking weird. They just call yeah. him the giant. He has a name. I think his name is Roland, but they just call him the giant, and he doesn't barely fit in any of the plane seats, and he talks so slow, and you're just like, why? <laughs> what is up with this guy? That's cool. And there's a lot of characters like that. They're all weird. Like one of the characters is a fashion designer dude who dresses real flashy and flamboyant and has a mannequin that he calls um, Sookie. It's <laughs> made me think of you, Corey. <laughs> his mannequin's name is Sookie, and it's like his lover. Nice. And it's just weird characters like that, and you're just like, what is going on here? Yeah. And they have their own drug called Red Death, and like, I just don't have any idea what's going on, but I want to know more. Yeah. Huh. I want to play this game. Is it on PC? Nah, it's Xbox One exclusive. I think it's going to stay on Xbox One, too. It I don't is. think it's going to go. They said it's not going to go to PS4. I follow Sweary65, who directed it. Uh-huh. I follow them on Twitter, and he said it's not going to PS4. Made it sound like it's going to be an Xbox One exclusive. PC, maybe? Didn't say anything about PC. Most okay. people ask about PS4. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just watching the Antonio Zapatero. Yeah, he's the bad it. guy. He's the. Uh, not going to think of the word. But uh, he's the bad dude. Antagonist? He He's, as far as I can tell, he's on an airplane in the first act, and you're kind of investigating what's going on, and he is being watched on the airplane by a U.S. Marshal. Mm-hmm. But it's just fucked up, man. The combat's fun, though. I enjoyed the combat on the Connect a lot more than I thought I was going to. Especially since it worked well. Yeah, it I, really did. It probably If it didn't work well, it probably would have been frustrating, right? It, oh, it would be super frustrating. I got... A little uncomfortable because usually when I play games, I sit right on the edge of my couch. But mm-hmm. with this one, like, because it's more interactive than I'm playing. Like, if I was playing FIFA or something, I'm I'm in it the entire time, moving the sticks around. And I don't notice how uncomfortable I'm getting yeah, by the oh, way yeah. I'm sitting. I know exactly what you mean. But this game, it, it's a little more interactive, a little more slow-paced. I told Dan before, I was drinking while I was playing. And if I don't drink a lot in a short period of time, I just get tired. I actually yeah, dozed yeah. off a couple of times, and it wasn't because of the game. It was just because I was drinking alcohol. And slowly. Drinking slowly, alcohol slowly, right, right, right. And I was getting uncomfortable by where I was sitting, so I sat back on the couch, and the Connect didn't recognize me, and it kind of had to reconfigure itself for where <laughs> I was sitting, and it said, raise your hand above your head again, so I did, which was fine. Um, but it still wasn't reading me very well, because you use your right hand. Well, I'm right-handed, so I chose my right hand. Yeah. Because you're a sloppy, drunken pile. Right, exactly. I'm a sloppy pile playing D4 on a Friday night. Uh, but you use your right hand to find clues, to, to grab things. Like it reads when you close your hand as a grab. Um, you hold your hand over exclamation marks to, to get clues about what's going on, uh, to move to new areas, like stuff like that. So it, it's a little touch touchy-feely as far as that goes, but it worked very well for the combat. I will say sometimes it's set up a little straighter, a little more forward for the combat, so that could have been why. Right. But uh, it's a fucking weird game. If you're into those weird games with a lot of art style and really different music, Corey would probably like it. Mm -hmm. I get a couple beers in him. He'd probably be like, yeah, all right. (laughs) Let's let's see where this is going. Okay. And that's where I'm at with it, so. Nice. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool stuff. Um, Other than that, I played Picks the Cat. 
which is a free game for PS Plus subscribers this month. It's got Vita and PS4 cross-save, cross-buy. Well, not cross-buy. Cross-download, I should say. Um, Pixacat is like a artsy little arcade game, kind of like Pac-Man, mm-hmm. where you go around and your character runs over eggs that then turn into ducks that you drop off at these little like vortex points around the map. But... You want the object is to collect all the ducks without going to over any of the vortex points, and then going over the vortex points without getting stuck. Mm-hmm. You can get stuck in corners or in between walls and stuff like that, and all your ducks disappear and your combo breaks. So you want to keep building up combos, which makes the speed of the game faster, and it makes the uh, colors go crazy. So it kind of fucks with your mind a little bit. It's hard to see what's going on. Uh, it was a cool game. It's got that leaderboard function to it. Um, I was the only person on my friends list playing <laughs> Picks the Cat, unfortunately. Um, I'll, I'll give it a download and at least give it a try. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, it was a cool little time sink for a few minutes here and there. Yeah. I wanted to have Mordor beat, so I really didn't play anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was with you. I actually played it on my Vita, too. Oh, nice. One of the problems I ran into on the Vita was some of the screens, like, if you once you collect all the ducks and get them into their vortex holes in a level, you enter a new level that's kind of inside the level you were already in, and sometimes those levels stay kind of mini. And on the Vita, the screen was a little too small for yeah. that. Um, it's a cool game to play on the Vita, but I would suggest playing on the PS4 or on your TV just to to, to be able to see everything because mm-hmm. you do need to be able to see. You got to kind of almost plow out where you're going next, gotcha, so you don't get stuck. In the, in the levels, but uh, mm-hmm. it was a cool game. It's free. Might as well give it a whirl. Yeah, give it a download. Give it a try. Yeah, if you're in those like, old-school, um, arcade mm-hmm. Pac-Man type of games, you'll probably like it. It's, yeah. it's fun for a few minutes here and there. But uh, And the other thing I played was I finally played Don't Starve on the Vita. Oh, nice. That game's fucking great on it, the Vita. It, it's so good. But on the Vita, I was... Because there's, there's a fair amount of controls to it. Yeah. I was concerned about how that might work. They did a nice Looks job great. of mapping out the controls for that game. Good. I don't need to talk about Don't Starve. People know what it is. But yeah. uh, if you have a Vita, you should have Don't Starve on it. Yeah. For sure. It's a game you can sink hours into, oh, or you God. can play for a few minutes and, and get something accomplished in it. And that's what I did. I just played it for a few minutes. I had a few minutes to play it, and uh, I just was exploring the world, and we'll go from there. But yeah. it's good on the Vita. Nice. Good stuff. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And this may be a good time Underrated. to people... This might be a good time to point people to our Steam curator curator page, in which uh, Don't Starve is one of our best value games. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's on uh, the PS4 and, and PC, right? It's not anything else. Vita is it Vita for remote play or is it on Vita Vita? It's on Vita. Okay, yeah, it's Giant Edition. It was free on PS Plus a month or two ago. Nice. So good okay. stuff. Anything else? That's all I played. All right. Um, I play a lot more Hyrule Warriors. I'm up to 33 hours put into Hyrule Warriors. Damn. Uh, I, well after I beat the game. I went through and play, replayed all the story missions again to collect the gold Skulltullas and beat them on easy level and, and you know, just kill as many enemies as I could to, to raise the level of my characters. Um, so I did that. I still have hard mode and hero mode to beat on this for the story missions. But I, I, figure, I found adventure mode. Which is a completely different game mode. It's 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 set in like an old map. It looks like uh like the first Zelda game. It's set like that, and you move your little whatever character around, and then as you each like section of the map has its own uh, challenge with with different things. So 
you know, in the in the other one, it's very Dynasty Warriors in the like story mode. Um, you know, where you, your goal is to capture these points or kill these bad guys. But this one is is a lot different. There's there's like kill uh, eight hundred enemies in ten minutes, and that'll be that'll be the just for this little section. That'll be the the goal. And uh, there's you know always side the side stuff that you can do during it. But um, there's one like that's a quiz mode, so it'll be like kill this enemy from skyward sword or whatever so you have to figure out which en- which enemy was was from skyward sword so that there's a, there's a lot yeah there's a lot different uh game modes in that and, and like the the goal of this thing is to find ganon or ganondorf whichever one it is um yeah. and I, that's what i've been playing like i've probably put six or eight hours into that and some of the stuff is really hard to do um but like the how long to beat for completionist on Hyrule Warriors is like 130 hours oh and I could gosh. I could totally see that because like I said I'm about 33 hours into it so far and I'm not even close to having everything having everything done so when I when I get my Wii U I'll play it You should definitely play it. I don't know if you like it cuz I know you're not as big a fan of of the Dynasty Warriors games. I think you'll like it a little more cuz of Zelda I think that's a misconception. Right. I like the Dynasty Warriors. Oh, did I see I thought you didn't. No, I just like picking on Will because oh, he likes him as much as he does. Okay, I gotcha. I See, like them. I think I think you'll like this one better because it's it's Zelda yeah, characters and you're I'm more sure familiar with them. Um, it's it's a surprisingly good game. I'm I'm surprised at how much I'm still playing it after I beat it. You know, I could move on to something else on the Wii U. I downloaded uh, a Link to the Past on the Wii U that I could play and put towards my beaten games list when I beat it. But I'm digging Hyrule Warriors. It's fun. Cool. Um, Wait, did you ever beat? Uh... Link Between Worlds? I never played a Link Between Worlds. Oh, well, you totally should. I know, I but I have to buy it first. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't own it, but I would like to it's own it right. at some point. Huh? It's all right. It's all right. That's great. <laughs> it's probably going to win my 2013-2014 game of the year. Wow. Probably. We'll get into that at a later date. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait for that episode. It's going to be fun. Well, it's coming. We're like we're less than two months away. I know. Ain't that crazy? I'm excited. It's crazy. Uh, and then the only other thing I played was the Bayonetta 2 demo. As I said, I downloaded it. I've I've been looking forward to Bayonetta 2 for a while now. The Wii U version comes with the, the hard copy version comes with Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2. Um, both of, you know, I, I never got to play the Bayonetta series. It's one I always wanted to do. Uh, playing the Bayonetta 2 demo, it's pretty short. Corey, you could probably beat it in like 15 or 20 minutes. Oh, okay. I had to guess there's not a lot, but you, you, you know, you experience some of the combat and you fight a, bo- a couple boss battles. I really liked it. I was surprised at how, uh, how clear and smooth the graphics were for it. Cause there's a lot going on in it. And I really think it's running at 60 frames per second. It's so like smooth. And you can tell by when you're looking in the background, how things move in the background, uh, Mario Kart is a perfect example of a game that runs at a consistent 60 frames per second. And it's just, it's so fluid. Um, I was very surprised, but it's, it's also a very fun game and, and it's, it's complex because, uh, platinum games is the one that, that makes it. They're, uh, the ones that did the wonderful one-on-one who, that has the, you know, fair, the, the reason why I wanted to play the wonderful, wonderful one-on-one was because of Bayonetta 2 and I knew I wanted to get it. Uh, but, and there's, there's definitely a lot of similarities between, uh, the control schemes on Bayonetta 2 and the Wonderful 101, but it it controls nicely. It's a hack and slash game, Corey. I don't know how you feel about hack and slash games, but uh, I'm not. I'm definitely not opposed. Yeah, the um, uh, 15 minute demo kind of scares me, though. I mean, it's 
I don't know. Why would Why it, they only give you 15 minutes? Like what? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. You I, you kind of experience what the game has to offer in that 15 minutes. You know, at least as as far as the base level combat. I, obviously, but Bayonetta has different weapons and stuff that she equips. But uh, you get a feel for the game, I guess you could say, in that 15. It might be longer. I don't know. I I played it. Uh, I played it twice. Right. Uh, it made maybe an hour. Maybe it was a half an hour worth. I I don't know. I didn't calculate it, but I I had a good time and. I assumed it was only about 15 minutes. It might have been longer, I guess. It wasn't very long. And it, it has the limiter on this one. You can only play through the demo 15 times, which... Why? I don't know. I don't get that. I don't know why anyone would play it more than once or twice, though. Yeah. So I don't know why, uh, the, limit, I don't know why the limiter matters that much. It doesn't, Dan. It's Nintendo. No, I know. But I'm I, glad they put out a demo. And I'm actually, I'm kind of... I don't want to say I'm not surprised that it, it looks so well and runs so well because uh, it kind of means a lot to Nintendo for this game to do well. Well, yeah, because they swooped in and saved Bayonetta 2 as a project. Yeah. Uh, they probably was, sent it, some people to the... Who's the who's the publisher Platinum. of Bayonetta? Pla- Platinum is the developer. The, Nintendo's the publisher. Okay. Yeah, they probably sent a correspondent to Platinum Games and said, make sure this game runs good. It looks... It, I was surprised. Yeah, how good it looks. I expected like when there's a lot of action and stuff for their, you know, the frame rate to get a little choppy, smooth as silk. And I don't know if like later on when you're fighting more enemies at the same time if it's going to slow down, but it it ran well, very well. I was I was impressed with it. So yeah, I was that was one I've been looking forward to for a while, and I was it was I was vindicated by the demo. I'm definitely going to buy it now. It's no question. Um, I'm excited for it. So. I think that's October. That's Friday, the same Friday that Beyond Earth comes out. What are you giggling about over there? <laughs> the Someone, re- Mike, Mike referenced my boob sweat in the chat. <laughs> I've, I've got. I'm gonna have uh, uh, pee in my pants if we don't take a break here. Yeah, yeah real I fast. Mean, I got this fireballs running through me like a sieve. So I yeah, whiz too. Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. We're all gonna all gonna tinkle and drain we'll, the lizard, as it were. Yeah, I, I prefer to say drain the minnow. Um. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be back with what, feedback and roundtable right after this. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 168 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Uh, we are now in our feedback segment. Now, if you want to submit feedback, we always have a question of the week that we cover kind of towards the end of the feedback. Um, this week, it's if you could have coffee with one video game character, who would it be and why? Hot Cup of Joe. Hot Cup of Joe. Joseph Vinsky. Uh, but if you want to contact us, uh, any social media, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash thumbstickathletes. Our Twitter feed is twitter.com slash tsathletes. That's also where we source our nibble bits. Um, so, you know, if, if you want to read more about a specific nibble bit, it's all on our, tw- on our Twitter feed. Uh, our website is thumbstickathletes.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 607-527-0547 or email us directly at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. So that's how you can get in touch with us. Um, we hope you do so. We like we like our feedback segment, uh, so let's get it's into favorite. it. It is our favorite. I, I do I do a whole uh, I do a whole podcast on feedback. If I can. Well, 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 we, we do can, sometimes. Yeah, we do sometimes. Our our listeners' choice episodes are all feedback. I guess you could say so. Yeah. Uh, question of the week answers. Oh, okay. I this is did I put Jake's in there? Yeah, uh, Twitter feedback from Ryan in Iowa says, you guys do a lot of hockey talk tonight. I sent Eric my predictions that you you can read whenever. Uh, hashtag make Corey sloppy drunk. Are you sloppy drunk, Corey? 
I'm pretty close. I'll I'll be honest. Uh, I, I I responded to Ryan saying that uh, speaking of the third person, I said Corey is very angry when he has to record on Friday because it's his video game time, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I drink like I do on Fridays, mm-hmm. just so I hate you guys a little less. Yeah. So let's. Uh, I mean, let's do our hockey our hockey talk hockey predictions. Uh, I'll go first. Nashville played their first game last night, uh, first time in the entire franchise history that they played with another head coach. It's a little weird to see Laviolette on the bench. They did not look good the first and second periods, but the third period they made up for it, uh, scored three goals in the third period to win 3-2. to two. I was pretty happy with the, the effort in the third period, especially from the young guys. Um, it's good to see. Hopefully that means who, good things. Who scored, Dan? Do you remember? Craig Smith had a goal. Okay. Um Eric Nystrom had a goal, and Shea Weber had a nice backhand wraparound goal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Philip Forsberg had two assists. Okay, so all right. We're... He was my one to watch. Philip Forsberg? Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna. he had a good preseason. He's going to be good. Uh, they. It, the problem with Trotz was he never developed forwards very well. Uh, you know, they've had a few, like, kind of blue chip prospect forwards, and he just never developed them into good forwards. What are you giggling about? Nothing. <laughs> you got this whole chat as an aside. Oh. The podcast, the people who download the podcast don't know what we're talking about. But if if you're interested, we always live stream these podcasts. You can see our ugly mugs and, and what's going on. Our so. stupid faces. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> and people say people say funny things in the chat. And it makes makes me laugh. Uh, and it, it derails the whole podcast. Yes, it does. Yeah, you really fucked um, up, Corey. But as far as far as predictions go, I'm going to go for division winners. I'm picking Anaheim. I know they lost last night, but I think uh, I think John Gibson will will get used to the the you know NHL. Spotlight. Yeah, he he's a young guy. He played. He didn't play that many games last year. I think he'll get the hang of it. I think Anaheim's going to be good. Uh, Kessler specifically had a great game for me. I have him on both my fantasy teams. So I think Anaheim's going to come out of the Pacific. I think Chicago is going to come out as the division winner in the Central. Uh, Metropolitan Division, I had a little trouble coming up. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay out of the Metropolitan Division. No, Tampa Bay's Tampa's in the Atlantic. I'm sorry, yeah. Um, yeah. Tampa Bay, oh, no, Tampa Bay or Boston. I'm going to say Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is going to come out of the – the what div, what division Atlantic. is it? Atlantic division. That's the Sabres. Division. Yeah, Metropolitan, uh, uh, Pittsburgh. I hate to pick Pittsburgh, but uh, conference finals will be Los Angeles, Minnesota. Um, go pick Boston, and I'm going to say Boston and New York Rangers. Yeah, Boston and New York Stanley Cup final will be Los Angeles and Boston. And I'm going to go Los Angeles again. Repeat. They, they just know how to turn it on in the playoffs. They I've, sneak, got, they I've s- got Los Angeles too, Dan, taking the cup this year. Yep, they sneak into the playoffs. Once again in the playoffs, they, they're unstoppable. First repeat since 93, I think, is the year. Was that First the back-to-back Canadians? Stanley Cup? I don't remember. Detroit? Uh, I think Detroit won back-to-backs in the late 90s. Or was it I guess New it doesn't Jersey? really matter, no, but I, I, I too have the LA Kings repeating this year. It's too hard to pick against them. Nothing has really changed from last year, no. um, and 
being the the advanced analytics season that it is in the NHL, uh, all signs point to another LA Kings victory. If you look at the advanced statistics from last year, uh, people predicted a LA Kings New York Ranger final with the Kings taking command and and winning that, and that's what happened. And uh, I don't see anything changing this year. Um, so I too have the Kings taking it all. Uh, but in terms of, I didn't do divisional matchups. I just did who, who would make the playoffs. In the East, I've got the Rangers. I've got the Penguins, of course. I've got the Bruins, of course. Montreal, of course. I threw in the New York Islanders. Uh, <laughs> I would love to chat more about that. I love the Islanders team this year. I've always been a huge John Tavares fan. Adding Johnny Boychuk from the Bruins is oh, just a huge boon. Who, by the way, uh, is on my fantasy team. I didn't play him tonight because I forgot to set my rosters twice already. There's only been three games of hockey, guys. <laughs> Good. Forgot to set my rosters twice. Uh, last I knew, Johnny Boychuk had two points. Didn't play in tonight. Good. Whatever. That's he, the only game of the night. He was a. He's a really good like third defenseman uh, on I mean, the Bruins. On the Islanders, I, he's top two. I was gonna say he's he's a top pairing defenseman. He was third defenseman on the Bruins. Yeah, you put him on the Islanders. He's top two. Him and Travis Monick. Yeah. Um I really like the Islanders. Halak is an improvement in net over Jenny Nabokov. Uh, I like I like all things about the Islanders, and I scoff I, at that. I, I scoff at again? that. <laughs> you scoff. Eric, that prediction Eric, Eric wants Eric wants the Islanders to tank too. No, I do, but I, that's not going to happen. Right. I don't think it's going to. I th- and I, honestly, Eric, part of part of why I think it's not going to happen, and part of what what I think uh, instigated that trade for Johnny Woodchuck and Nick Letty of the Blackhawks. Oh, I forgot they the, got Letty too. Was the fact that the Islanders wanted to save face in the event that they really sucked bad and gave Connor McDavid to the Sabres because of it. Well, it was oh, a terrible trade on their part. I could see that. The, the Sabres fleeced two teams through Thomas Vanek. You know, sure. who, you know who's going to yeah, get... And good for them. It was yeah. very well played. You know who's going to get Connor McDavid? The fucking uh, Edmonton Oilers. No, the Hurricanes are going to get him. And no. No, the Sabres are going to get him. <laughs> no, it's going to be the Oilers are going to suck again. I disagree they, on the Oilers. They, they, can't, oh, they can't get it together. again. They can't get it together. They'll get it that's together. Just, that's uh, just a bad organization. They'll get it together. Speaking of uh, the analytics and all that stuff, they hired Tyler Dello. I think I talked about this a couple episodes ago. Um, I think the analytics are going to help that team quite a bit. Uh, not enough to get them into the playoffs. I, I do not have them making the playoffs, but I don't think they'll be quite as bad as the Carolina Hurricanes, who are Sands, Jeff Skinner, uh, due oh, to concussion. Jordan Stahl. And Jordan Stahl due to a broken leg, yeah. I think. Yep. Um, Fuck so, Sabres. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the Canes coming in last. Okay. Um, but yeah, anything. so. No, because it's a lottery. Here. Sorry, what? Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, I've got the Rangers, the Penguins, the Bruins, the Canadians, the Islanders, uh, Tampa Bay. I I have Detroit making it in. Uh, that was a tough one for me, and I have the Caps making it in. I like Barry Trotz behind the bench back there. I think Alex Ovechkin is going to realize, holy shit, I'm I'm almost thirty years old, or is he thirty? Um, I need to play a smarter brand of hockey, uh, and who better to teach me that than Barry Trotz? Yep, I can speak from experience. Yes, Dan knows better than anybody. I I think the Caps are back in. I also know I that Detroit. You can never count out Detroit, so that's a good pick, Corey, because they always find a way to make it into the playoffs. They always. do, and I love Gustav Nyquist, who had a great. Uh, I don't think he played all of last season, but once he started, he was he was pretty solid for them. He played um, like for, as long as he played like forty eight games, and he had like forty points. 
Yeah, he was so. almost point per game player. Uh, they've got they've still got Zetterberg. They've still got Franzen. Uh, Datsuk is hurt already, but uh, as long as those guys contribute like they should, and and Nyquist contributes as he can, um, and they they stay out of injuries, they had the second most man games lost last season. Corey, um, what do they still have? One of my favorite names in hockey, Justin Abdelkader. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, think, they do. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think I think they do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got them. They're on the bubble. Uh, but I'm going to go with them, and I'll also put as a ninth place, possibly taking the Detroit Red Wings spot, is the New Jersey Devils. Um, can't argue with Corey Schneider in that now full time. No more Verdure and uh, Michael Camilleri playing with Yarmir Yager. I they've, think is uh they've got a lot of savvy vets on that team. They do a lot of forty-year-old checks, as uh, <laughs> as they're saying around the internet these days. Um, Michael, Ryder. but I do I do like the Devils this year, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, and in the West, I have, of course, Chicago, St. Louis, Anaheim, and the Kings. I've also got Dallas, Jason Spezza, along with Les Hemsky, two two guys that have clear chemistry together. They played together really well in the past. In addition to the Seguin and uh, what's his name there, the other guy who played with Seguin last year, Ben. Jamie Ben, Jamie Ben. There's Jordy Ben too, who's a defenseman for the the. I actually watched some of that game last night, uh, Chicago and Dallas. It was and? Re- it was really it was a playoff game. Yeah, I like that. First game of the season. It was great. I, after the Predators game was over, I, I flipped over to that game. It was it was great. I like. That. I wish I could watch more hockey. My girlfriend doesn't. She doesn't like it. We I, that's what I, we just put it on TV. Who if you know whoever's on. Yeah, it's great. I've also got San Jose in, of course. I honestly, I think they'll be one of the better teams this year, and I really hope they can kick it up in the playoffs because last year sucked. <laughs> They're going to tank in the playoffs again. They always do. <sighs> I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. But I think they'll be one of the one of the best uh, regular season teams. Also got the Canucks in. I think uh, John Tortorella was not suited for that team, uh, but you got Henrik and Daniel Sedin, and uh, I forget now who is playing Miller! with them. Miller. On the oh, top line. Um, it's Radim Verbata. Radim Verbata, yeah. Who did great in Phoenix last year, uh, which is now Arizona. Arizona. Um, they'll make him a star. He's already kind of a star, but they'll, everyone they'll make who him everyone who plays on the line with them is automatically a star player. Yeah, I think I think the Canucks will just improve. Um, and uh, Minnesota is the last one. But Dan, in your defense, I do have the Nashville Predators as my ninth place on the bubble team. Uh, could probably take that spot from Vancouver or Minnesota. I think it comes down to um, what those younger guys can do for the Predators. They've got, as I wrote in my in my blog post, uh, they have a plethora of mediocre centermen. Yeah. Uh, but Pekka Rene backstopping them, Shea Weber on D. Um, Their whole defense core is good. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 very good, and I love Peter Laviolette. I've always liked the guy. Uh, I think he will help the, out that offense quite a bit, and you know they could very well be one of the one of the last seeds in in the West. I hope so. God damn it, I love playoff hockey, especially when my team's in it. Nothing makes me more pissed off or elated than playoff hockey when your team's in it. Sure. Okay, but but that's what I've got, Eric. Let's hear your hockey predictions. All right, Dan. <laughs> I don't pay much attention to hockey other than my team's division, my team being the Buffalo Sabres, obviously not going to make the playoffs. Uh, hoping for the number one or two pick. I'll take Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll go down here. Atlantic Division, I'm going to take Boston. 
the Metropolitan Division, I'm going to take the New York Rangers. Oh, all right. I like that. The Central, I'm going to say Chicago. And the Pacific, I'll say Anaheim. Mm -hmm. In the finals, conference finals, San Jose and Chicago. Mm Mm-hmm. With San Jose going to the championship, really? Oh, San Jose, I like that a lot. They're off. They're getting off the Schneid, Dan. <laughs> okay, I like uh, that. And in the East, I'm gonna say I've been. A, I shouldn't say I've been a fan. I've. Uh, I feel like I picked out Tukarask early on in his career. I took him in our keeper league. If you yeah. remember his yeah. rookie season, and <laughs> said he would be. Uh, Vezina, right? Yep. Vezina winner, and he has been. I was right about that. Great goalie. I'm going to go Boston and uh, New York Rangers in the conference finals, and I'm going to say it's Boston and San Jose in the finals, and San Jose gets off the schneid this year. Really? <laughs> yep. San Jose taking the cup? Uh, yep. I like it. I like I like that pick a lot, Eric. You know, I just feel for a team like that, being a, a Bills and a Sabres fan. Yeah. Okay. You you can't you got you can't help but feel for that team. I've sure. we one of uh, uh, my friend Matt. Um, we have the the conversation about our team captains necessary in the NHL, um, and he says absolutely not. I say no, they're not necessary, but in certain situations they can help. And I feel like what the San Jose Sharks have done is priming that team to be hungry in the playoffs more so than ever by tearing the sea away from Joe Thornton. Um, it's like a, a we versus them kind of thing, and I, I think they're going to be very hungry, and I think that's going to propel them through the playoffs. Yeah, have they named finally? A new, have they named a new captain yet? I don't think they have. No, I would probably go with Pavelski. He's on, my on that team. team, I like Pavelski a lot. What about Burnsy? Brent Burns, I love his look. He's kind of soft, isn't he, for a defenseman? I don't know. I mean, he, he's an offensive defenseman. Right. I always think of them as soft. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't watch them that much, but... Yeah, I don't know anything about the West, but I'm picking the the San Jose Sharks because I'm pulling for them. That's my girlfriend team this year. Okay. They're a great team, though. Gotcha. Uh, All right, I got Will's picks right here. Uh, Divisions, Atlantic Division. Will has Boston at first, Tampa Bay at second, Montreal at third. Metro Division, he has Pittsburgh at one, New York Rangers at two, Columbus Blue Jackets at three. Uh, Wild cards are the Devils and Washington. Pacific Division, he has San Jose at number one, Anaheim at number two, Los Angeles at number three, Central Division, Chicago at number one, St. Louis at number two, Minnesota at number three, with Dallas and Colorado as wild cards. Uh, And then for the Stanley Cup Finals, he has St. Louis Blues versus Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, He says at some point, uh, someone other than Chicago, Los Angeles, or Boston is going to play slash win the cup. Winner, St. Louis Blues. I'd love to see that. Yeah, we have had the same teams the past few years. He's right. Chicago, Los Angeles, uh, Boston have f- five years. They, they those only those three teams have won it. Have they each won two? As long as it's the not Kings, Boston, the Kings have won two. two Chica- in the last Chicago's won years. two. Chicago's won two, and Boston's got one. Or does Boston have two also? I think no, they have Boston's two. got one. Do they? Yeah. Feels like they have five. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chicago and and the Kings are the quote unquote new dynasties um but boston's got one okay in there somewhere i don't, I don't know where how it all plays out sounds good so that's our hockey predictions um dan do you have the predators making the playoffs i don't 
think the Predators are going to make the playoffs. I'm hopeful that they are, but I like to not think too highly of my teams yeah. and hope they surprise me. Okay. Uh, they still have a lot of young kids. It all depends on how their veteran forwards play. You know, the Ole Jokinen, who actually played pretty well last night. Uh, Derek Roy played That's decently. Surprising. Played decently. It wasn't – he had, like, one scoring chance, but he's uh, – 90 years old. Well, well that – and he, he, he's he got a great salad, too, by ah, the way. Good, sa- good lettuce. <laughs> yes, he does. Nice. Um, but, he, no, he he did a great job on the forecheck, uh, played pretty well defensively. So, that I mean, that stuff's important. Uh, Derek Roy w- w- did a good job of keeping the puck on the offensive zone. Don't get used to for that. them. You don't think it's going to happen? No, he sucks. It's a, um, it's a, I mean, this league, it's all about possession yeah, these, these um, days. I noticed this more of the same from the Sabres last night. Got outshot 40-22. to 22. <laughs> See, that's scary. Wait, who'd they play? Columbus. Yeah. That At scares home. me. Home opener. Oh, they're bad. I don't give a shit. I want them to get the first pick. I know most. I think most Sabres fans do. <laughs> yeah. First or second pick. Let's start, How'd Brian Gianna look? I don't. I didn't watch it. I was at work. But uh, oh, okay. let's get that fire sale going. Get these boys out of here. Let's get the youngsters up. Yeah, give them a chance and <laughs> fuck it. Tank. <laughs> Poor Molson. What was he thinking? Resigning with the Sabres. Well, he's thinking in in three or four years after they've got Connor McDavid. Exactly, <laughs> he's going to be on the same line as Connor McDavid. God, I hope so. Did you see Buffalo's getting the draft Winter Classic and All Star Game? Really? In the same Saw year. That. That's fantastic. 2016, 2017. I'm going to try and go to that Winter Classic. You should. At the Ralph, you might get oh, if you're a season ticket holder, you might get priority. I'm hoping chances at tickets. I'm hoping because I think I'm getting season tickets next year. Nice. Okay. The uh, AHL outdoor game is in Utica, New York this year. Really? If anyone's interested. Nice. Oh, by the way, Johnny Boychuk, goal and two assists on the bench for me. <laughs> Corey, what that, are you He's thinking? not going to keep that up all year, Corey. I'm calling it right now. Two power play points. Johnny Boychuk's a pussy. Cam uh, Ward really sucked it up for me tonight in Nets. It's my third goalie. Yeah, I called uh, Anton Kudobin taking that spot over sooner than later. Ten games, I believe you said. I don't remember if I said that. You did. Okay. All right, uh, let's get into our voicemail. Here we go. Beat the Raid and Destiny. Uh, I played with uh, he said he Courtney, beat the raid. Eric, and a couple of random people and a friend of a friend. A lot of fun. I, I've also leveled up some of the faction stuff, so I got some legendaries and a couple of exotics. Which is really cool. Um, I'm still having fun with that game. Um, I would like to mention, I think with console gamers who, a lot of console gamers don't play a lot of PC gaming at all, if at all. And I think that MMO aspect of Destiny with the farming and the grinding is just something that a lot of console gamers are used to and which is why it's a, a big complaint with them when I actually don't think it should be a complaint. I mean, that's part of what an MMO is. I mean, MMOs are very impractical and are just weird in terms of what they demand from players in terms of like spending a, a large chunk of your life in terms of, you know, gaming. And, uh, you know, with Destiny, you, you can't get everything within two weeks. You know, people are complaining that the, you know, it's just too much for it. It takes forever to get stuff. And it's just like, well, it's not supposed to be easy. So that was, uh, one thing that irks me about some of the complaints about Destiny. And I think it's because of console gamers and experience with uh, an MMO type of game like this. 
Um, I play Shadow of Mordor and I love it. It's it's great. I had a lot of fun. I have about five hours in. I, I bought it on Steam mainly because I heard uh, I was afraid of frame rate issues on the Xbox One and PS4. So I figured I just played on my PC and hopefully I can handle it. And it's, it plays very smoothly. I I like the game a lot. I'm having I'm always paranoid about like the time limit that's running in my head in terms of taking down some of the captains and so forth and before they uh, get filled back in with new orcs. Um, but I saw some of the videos of people taking down the entire army in just one in one attack, which was just insane. Like they, I don't know how much time it took to organize all that, but it was pretty awesome to see. Um, that's pretty much all I have, and I'll see you guys around. Hey guys, this is T. Damn it! Almost, Dan. <laughs> Almost. Uh, yeah, Tito, I, I actually kind of agree with you on, on your point about Destiny and, and MMO. And he's absolutely right. The One of the big things in MMOs and even games like Diablo is the you, – you don't get all the best stuff right away. Like it takes a long time and a lot of grinding uh, to, to get some of the best equipment. And he's, he's absolutely right about that. I do think that's, uh, that's, a, that's a normal occurrence for a, like a PC MMORPG player. Um, with the, with the delayed delayed uh, you know benefits, I guess you could say. That's a good point, and I, I never thought about that. Um, with, with you know people not getting the best stuff like in the first five hours of the game, you know, um, he's absolutely right. It does I, it does I take like a lot Destiny. of work. Yeah, I think it's a cool game. I just don't have the time to put into it. Right. And my thing was that there's not enough single player stuff. That was my my issue with it. It wasn't it wasn't the grinding and stuff. It was. Uh, you know, I wanted a, a Shadow of Mordor like map with with single player st- stuff. That's my own fault, partially. Dan, uh, have you seen the Destiny Honest Game trailer? Yes, I have. It's That's very, really good. it's very good. What's this now? It's Honest Game trailers, and they do a they do you know game trailers, but with with Honest. You just look it up on YouTube. Honest Game trailers, Destiny. It's okay. it's fantastic. Um, Is it bashing it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. I'm not for that. Destiny's a good game. Yeah, but it, it, like you probably wouldn't argue with a lot of the stuff they say about it. It's not. It's 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 tongue in cheek a little bit too. It, it's mostly poking fun at like the hype around it, I guess you could say. But the, yeah. the, one of the best lines from it was, "It's the hottest seven out of ten experience you can have in gaming." It's not a seven. <laughs> See, I I was, think it is a seven. Like it was eight, like six and a half. I, if you remember, <laughs> I said it lived up to the hype. It was like the game pl- or the 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 combat of Halo, the such and such of Call of Duty, coming soon with our DLC. Yeah, it was it was funny. I don't buy any of that bullshit. I didn't do it justice, but you should check it out. You just gotta Google it. I meant I meant to actually tweet that earlier this week, and I forgot. Uh, and then he played Shadow of Mortar on PC. I. Uh, you know what, Tito? You're you're right. It, I'm pretty sure it only runs 30 frames per second. It is a little weird when combat gets stuff gets. I know Tito's got a really good graphics card in his computer, so um, I I wanted something to play on the PS4, which is why I bought it for the PS4. But it it does only run at 30 frames per second. I gotta tell you, I was listening to Giant Bomb the other day. Yeah, they brought this point up. Um, the best looking game, in my opinion, and they, they agreed with this that I've seen next-gen consoles has been rise uh-huh. 30 frames per second really i'm telling you eric play boot up um last of us 
I believe you. Play it on 60 frames per second and then play it on 30 frames per second. Lock it on 30 frames. I believe you, man, but I'm telling you. No, it, it's not. It's, it, so it, it's, it's not the graphics. It's the, the motion. Like when, when you're playing a game in 30 frames per second and you're whipping the camera around, it's all stuttery on the side. But if you play The Last of Us, which is when it's locked at 30 frames per second, mm-hmm. even if you're moving it really fast, it's all super smooth. And I don't know if I notice that because I play a lot of games on computer, which Maybe. I play at 60 frames per second. Um, it's, it's, it, it hurts my eyeballs a lot of times to play a game at 30 frames per second because it, like, it's so stuttery on the, on the sides of the screen, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with my pers- eye glass prescription too, but I really do notice um, it, it's it's absolutely uh, Shadow Mortar is, is absolutely only thirty frames per second on on console on console. But if I mean if you think about it, like uh, a standard uh, standard TV runs at sixty frames per second. So w- what happens is if the game's only running at thirty frames per second, you're getting two frames, and then it jumps to, to the next frame, which is you know two of the same frame, and then two of the same frame. Uh, whereas uh, the 60 frames per second is one frame per, you know, it's a lot smoother. It's not the, not the jump. And like I said, you really only notice that if you're whipping the camera around a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely fire up Last of Us because that it, like it, it's it's jarring how how big the difference is between 30 and 60 frames per second. It's not about like I said, the the graphics are are good, yeah. you know, on uh, I guess you know Shadows of Mordor and Destiny was was really good, but that's also only running at 30 frames per second. Especially on the edge of the screen when you're whipping the camera around. Watch. It's pretty 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 jarring difference. I don't know, Corey, do you have an opinion on on that? On frames per second? Yeah. I think you're all crazy. What? I don't know. I just I never stress about that things. The way a game looks is the way it looks. Like you can put numbers to it all you want, but what it, what it comes down to is what my eye sees. I know. I invite anyone <laughs> Who thinks there's not a difference to play Last of Us? Do you think that's but like it's just that game because you have that option? Yeah, you. you but you, you like like I said, you can tell because sure. I, I know Shadows sure, of Mordor is only running thirty frames per second. Sure, sure, and 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 I think to Eric's point a little bit here is, uh, yeah, yeah. If you're playing Last of Us and you have the option between thirty frames per second, and sixty frames per second, sixty frames per second is going to probably look better, way better. Uh, most games don't have that option. Honestly, like especially like you you don't really know. Like, after the first like half an hour or mortar, I didn't really notice. I got used to it, uh, so I will admit that. But um, I, you know, for, I kind of expect sixty frames per second for this generation. Like Good I want thing you just, didn't get an Xbox One, right? Because they don't have any games that run sixty <laughs> frames per second. I just don't even care. That's my that's my whole point. Like I'm getting there, Corey. And, and to Eric's point about Rise being 30 frames per second, one of the best-looking games of, the, of no, no, this. No, no, The best-looking game. The best-looking game of this generation. Like, yeah, you could suffer. Like, you could drop a few frames and, and still have great visuals. I don't I don't know. I just, it doesn't. It looked like a cinematic n- the entire way through it. It's literally never occurred to me how many frames one game to the other is. Like, I've never even considered that. I do. I get annoyed with the, with the juddery. Especially, like I said, See, on, I the edge, on the edge of the screen, when it's when it's stuttery, it drives me crazy. I never yeah. noticed it. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. I don't know. I guess it's just one of those things. Like, 
you get to you get to a certain level of nerd, and there you are. <laughs> Dan is a level. What level would you say, Dan? I don't know. Very high, but <laughs> high level nerd. I don't know if it has some, maybe has something to do with my my eyeglasses prescription. Like I have really heavy prescription for my glasses. I cannot see without them. I can't. I don't know if that has something to do with it, but I it really could. get annoyed with thirty frames per second. I mean, I I probably damn near legally blind without my glasses and i I never notice it it could just be my laziness not noticing it right i mean i thought shadows of mortar looked great i didn't you played on computer yeah it's different i'm telling you it looked okay is that different yeah oh you you probably ran at 60 frames per second usually pc games are locked at 60 frames or defaulted at 60 frames yeah it looked okay yeah um but yeah, I'm telling you, Last of Us. Oh no, try I, be- locking, I believe you. Try locking it at 30 like, frames. If every game had that option to switch, I, I think I would see it. But since they don't, I just don't notice it. Right. I wonder if that has to do with, bounce- like I said, bouncing back and forth between PC and, and, and console could, games. because I don't do it. So Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But as I said, again, with Mordor, for like half an hour when I first started playing it bothered me and then I didn't notice so you can you get used to it, I guess. Regardless, so yeah. But thanks for that, Tito. That's a dis- that's a hot topic of discussion too with the whole uh, Assassin's Creed thing too. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that real quick. People are upset that they they clamped it down at nine hundred p thirty frames per second. Um, you know, the, with the PS4 being slightly more powerful than the Xbox One. I, I think they're upset because they came out and said that they did that to avoid any of the argument, uh, between. argument between Xbox One versus PS4. <laughs> yeah. See, I like that. Why? Why do they give a shit if there's an argument between the two? Because If it's I like... buy a PS4 and it's more powerful than your Xbox One, why the fuck should I have to struggle because of that? So everyone will shut the hell up and just, But nobody's like, going to shut the hell up. It. That does nothing but, but create more tension. Yeah. But I at think... least they can't say... Oh, mine's better because of. But it what is, and everybody knows does. that it is. So why sure. not use that? Oh, yeah, power? I mean, I I totally agree with that. I think at this point, most people know the PS4 is more powerful than the right. The, what's it called? I don't remember. The Xbox. The Xbox One. <laughs> yeah. We should clarify. I own an Xbox One. I yeah, don't so as well. Yeah, I don't hate it yeah. by any means. But since I have a PS4, why should I? Say I only have one and I chose a PS4. Why and should I have to get lower quality graphics just because the Xbox One did a shitty job of making their console? Yeah, I have a PS4, but I didn't pick it because I thought it was more powerful. I picked it because of the because there's going to be more JRPGs on it. That's the type of game that I I gravitate towards. Sure. So there's yeah. going to be more of those. It, well, it had nothing to do with the power of the system, but no, the, no, the I, games that are going to be available. I like on my it. Xbox One fine. Like there's it's plenty. not your fault, Eric. It's all your asshole uh, brethren that play those consoles that yeah but bitch why about would ubisoft give a flying fuck about that ah i mean you never know what's going on behind the scenes and what kind of deals they have with uh console makers and stuff like Shady that like bullshit i don't know man maybe maybe the president of uh what's the publisher ubisoft Ubisoft is good friends with the uh, head of microsoft right, like it's, i just said shady bullshit it's eve germont sure that totally could be the case. I mean, you don't know. And that's an easy decision for Ubisoft to make. Here's because what you do in that situation. Don't say they're a not fucking gonna lose thing. Any, yeah. They're not going to lose any sales because they made that decision. Why say anything? If you say anything, you just say, it's running at 900 
on both. And 30 on both. And yeah. you don't you're say right. it's well, to avoid conflict because that in itself says, oh, so you're saying the PS4 could have run it better, but the Xbox can't, so we're yeah. fucked because of that? Don't say anything. Well, did they you're, Did they mention the PC port in it? it did, that's not, that can't be running at 930. They didn't that. I think this was just console. Okay. I gotcha. That game looks great, though. It does look great. I agree. It's all going to be the the stuttery on the edge of the screen. <laughs> and I'll never notice. Dan, change your eyes. Ah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I need a His I need a I am player. It's just it's such a it's Well, such I mean to be fair, right maybe it's because my eyes are so bad that I don't know. Corey, this we all have bad eyes. But I I hide mine with glasses. Me too. I, I'm handicapped without my glasses. Oh my god, Dan, I can't walk. Yeah, me neither. Uh-uh. I wouldn't be able to read what your shirt said right now without those glasses. What does my shirt say? Oh. I can't read this bottle right here in front of me. So, yeah. Um, let's get into the question of the week. Yeah. Corey, what is it? And we'll have, uh, we'll have Eric answer first, just in case he's got to go. You want me to read it? <laughs> yes, you fucker. Uh, if you could have coffee with one video game character, who would it be? Joel from The Last of Us. You know why? Because he's my kind of guy. He's just an old so- grizzle. Why is that no good? Joel is a, the kind of guy I... You know why? It's because Joel likes good whiskey and shitty beer, just <laughs> like me. And he'll sit down at a bar with you and have a drink. He doesn't need to talk to you. Yeah. You just get. You could sit, just sit there and be quiet. But he could talk to you and tell you some cool stories. He just doesn't want to. Yeah, I appreciate that about Joel. Okay, and I appreciate his taste in whiskey and beer. Gotcha. See, do I, you know he has those tastes in whiskey oh, and beer? Oh yeah, just I sure do. I sure do. Look at his beard. Of course Look he at does. That motherfucker, you think he drinks anything other than Jenny Cream Ale? I mean, yeah, I kind of do. Shot of Jack? No way. But we're talking He's about way we're, too handsome to drink that stuff. We're talking about coffee. How do you think he takes his coffee? Black, black. Oh, straight black. black. And I and, no. and I don't. Yes, he does. How the fuck does he take his coffee other than that? Cappuccino. Oh shit! Joel would take a cup of cappuccino, take a sip, and spit it in the fucking barista's <laughs> face and say. What is this foo-foo drink you've given me? Give me a cup of black, dark roast, French roast coffee immediately. And don't put a damn thing in it, or I'm going to put a shotgun shell, bird shot, right through your chest. I agree with that. I don't buy it. How can you not buy it? I don't see it. I think he sips cappuccinos. I think he sips Starbucks cappuccinos right after he buys the fucking hipster paper. (laughs) Here, here's the thing, the the world Joel lives in. There's no steaming any milk for a cappuccino. There's no there's no foam. Okay, it's all it's, right. it's, if, it's yeah. If we're gonna talk about the world he well, lives in, then got, fine. You've got to take world, that into the, effect. My guy doesn't even their coffee doesn't even exist in the world. Okay, Corey, fuck you. You can't argue that Joel is a grizzled man of. He's a grizzled man in the minimalist. video game. He exists, but him like in his inner soul is not well, uh well that's yeah, all we know of him is the video drinker. game he exists in that's all we know of him he drinks cowboy coffee yeah it's straight black it's probably cooked on a pot and over a campfire absolutely guys how no, can you argue that not Corey, what did he shit. do before the apocalypse it hit? doesn't matter because that's all we know of him 
So, so in 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 video games wherein coffee doesn't exist, no, it do we exist. just say, "Oh, I can't choose them because coffee doesn't exist in the no, world"? No, no, it does. You, you're looking at the specific we character the in decision the video game based on, on this the, character. Yes, on the character. Living. What? On just the character, not whether fucking coffee exists right, in their right. world. I'm just sure the character, does. not the world in which they live. Right. I'm sure it does. And Joel is a very grizzled, minimalist character. He's now putting sugar and cream in his coffee. Yes, he is. Oh, my God. Corey, you're yes, blowing my mind right now. I'm, I'm with Eric on this one 100%. I don't know 100%. how anybody could argue that. I really don't it's see It's just it. because he lives in the world of the video game that you guys are ascribing that to him. No. Nope. And my point is you can't you can't do that. You can just base it on the character, their personality, and all that stuff. That's the kind of coffee they drink, not the world in which they live. No, his personality is just like that. I feel all like right. if Joel was in a group of four guys going to a Bills game or something... And one of them ordered cream and sugar in his coffee. He'd be like, you're walking to the game. Yeah. Pussy. Yeah, you call right. him a pussy. So they say in the chat that he's a construction worker. Is that correct? Probably. Look at him. I don't know what his career is before the shit hit the fan. Eric, you're the you're so, the biggest pro. He would take his coffee to work every day in a thermos, in a big thermos, just straight black. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I think Joel's a pussy, but oh that's just God, me. Oh, my God, Corey. I don't even know how that's arguable. But go ahead with yours. I don't think we're getting anywhere with this. Mine is uh, Geralt from the Witcher series. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I think regardless of what kind of coffee he drinks, uh, I don't really care about that. I think he would sit down. We would have our coffee. He would tell me a really cool story, and then he'd invite me to the pub and tell me more cool stories. And before you know it, we'd be hunting creatures. You gotcha. think he'd take your sissy ass on a hunt with him? Doesn't After matter. begging. Whether he did or didn't, he'd still tell me some great stories. You don't think Joel has any good stories? No, Joel's just a depressed idiot. He's a loser. Corey, He's a depressed do you, loser. I do don't you, care what Joel do has like to tell me. you like comedians? Geralt is a witcher with, with fantastic stories. He's, uh, he's, he's grizzled. Sure. You know. Yeah. Okay. He's a grizzled guy, but he's not beaten down by life like I can respect Geralt but I can't respect you putting Joel down Uh, also do you like comedians do I like comedians yeah just asking are you going to try and tell me that Joel is a comedian no I am not (laughs) Uh, it depends on I mean I like watching comedians do what I like to sit and do you respect what comedians do oh absolutely they're the most depressed people on the face of the earth so don't okay. tell me that you can't respect Joel just because he's depressed. Who isn't Joel's... depressed in this day and age when people are buying the Joel's... fucking Kardashian game left and right? Joel's not a comedian, though. I know, but I'm just saying depressed people are the most interesting people on earth to me. They're the most real people with character. Um. All right. All right. I could tell you're passionate about this. I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you. You know what it is? It's the fireball talking. <laughs> it's fireball talking. <laughs> I like that. All right. Uh, for me, I've got a couple. I've got a cop out answer a little bit, and then and then a different one. My cop, my cop out one is I would want to have coffee. Although I don't know if this person would order coffee, probably tea. Celebrimbor from Shadow Mordor. Uh, because is I'm that. Na- the that's the wraith. wraith. 
Uh, I would want to pick his brain about uh, the history of the of Middle Earth. <laughs> Dan's Americana. level of nerd just hit a new level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd you know want to find out about all the cool battles he fought in and you know all that stuff. Uh, but that's just because I've played it recently. You know that's that's my cop out answer. I think he would order tea. Pretty sure he wouldn't drink coffee. He might drink an Americana. Yeah, espresso Americana. Yeah, that's just, uh, espresso and hot water. Yeah, I don't know. I still think he would order tea. An herbal. You're, you're, er, you're probably right. Herbal oh, tea. Oh, he's an elf. I mean, is it yeah. the English herbal accent tea. though? That's, that's telling you that. Nah, it's because he's an elf. Yeah, I think elves are more prone. Co- uh, coffee is more of a dwarf thing. I think. Yeah, if it's I, English people versus Americans. Is what you're saying? English breakfast tea. Yeah. Yeah. English breakfast. That'd be that'd be a good pick. But if you know if Celebrimbor is not a good answer, I would do uh, Morrigan from Dragon Age mm. because I love her and I would want to see if we are compatible. <laughs> What's her drink? <sighs> she would drink coffee. No, she would probably get. She would be the cappuccino drinker. I think I should see coffee she, with she, a splash of sugar. She in has. It. She has. Uh, uh, you know, fancy tastes for being a, a witch of the wilds. I think. I could see her being a half calf latte kind of girl. Half calf, yeah. I always thought those people were sissies. Joel does too. The half calf latte. <laughs> <laughs> so, those are our answers. Will I didn't have Will send his in, and I don't think he's listening. But I'm going to bring out feedback now. Did we get all the? Uh, didn't we have some input on? We've uh, got it right now. I'm reading it. Tito in LA oh. says, "I'd like to have a cup of coffee with Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series, because it'll probably be end up being a globe trotting adventure as you kill Nazi zombies or juiced up gorilla humans in Shangri La as we finish <laughs> up our mocha frappuccinos." I just like that you said Shangri La more than anything, really. <laughs> mocha. I like the mocha frappuccino too. That's not uh, Nathan Drake. Probably does. He's like uh, the. Metrosexual Joel from Last of Us, yes, I feel like. I could see that. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. Like, they both wear a shitty button-up, but Nathan makes sure that his, is his a, collar's straight. And ironed. Exactly. His is ironed, yeah. Exactly. No wrinkles in that shirt. <laughs> no. Joel looks at him and says, you big pussy. Yes. Uh, Ryan Iowa says, Garrus Vicarian, Mass Effect series. I would not be surprised if this is Will's answer as well. I wish Will was here to to chime in on that. He, yeah. owes, a, he owes us an answer. Yeah, we'll have to have That him. probably would have been his answer, honestly. Yeah. I thought Garrus Vicarian crossed my mind. Commander Shepard crossed my mind. The only problem with Commander Shepard is, like, I made my Commander Shepard, like, me, kind of. Well, I made it a female. But I made it me other, other than being a female. <laughs> female Dan. Right. Female me, yes. Uh, Idaho Jake says Laura Croft because I'm sure she would have some awesome stories and also I could listen to that accent and stare at her all day. Yummy. I do like the accent. I love a British accent. Oh, it's my favorite. You could say it's anything in, in a, with a British accent and still sound classy. Yeah, even the dirtiest words you can yep. imagine. It sounds good coming out of a uh, out of a, a British person's mouth. Any any of them, Scottish, Welsh, yep. uh, England, Ireland, they all sound fantastic. I love it. Even South Africa and Australia sounds good. Australia's a little harsher, but it still sounds awesome. I watched an Australian dude stand up special on Netflix last night. What Jim Jeffries? Okay, fucking hilarious. Nice. It's called Jim Jeffries Bear. Uh-huh. I thought it was fantastic. Nice. I think it's worth checking out. Just while we're on the subject of uh, uh, Australians. Okay. <laughs> so thanks for the input, everybody. Um, 
in the in the effort to get things moving, because I know Eric's got to go soon. I oh. got to go now. Okay, because we were going to talk about Drive Club. Do you want to mm. save that for next week? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I think that's everything then, right? Yeah. Is that well, all our feedback? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. All right. All right. Uh, Corey, you want a question of the week for next week? Uh, question of the week for next week. You, you. All right. So Mario Kart 8, they put in their uh, Mercedes-Benz thing. Uh, you have the power to add an additional realistic, popular model uh, automobile into Mario Kart 8. What do you add? Ooh, nice. I like that. Toyota RAV4, obviously. <laughs> it's for muscle heads. Okay. I'm Motorheads? In, what I'm are in, they called? Grease monkeys? Yeah, I mean they've we've they've got different names. Okay. Um, I'm in I'm into cars, so I'll have input on that. All right, yeah, that'll do it for episode one sixty eight of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Corey. Woo. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.